The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home Guys, we are all going to die, and do you know what's going to kill us? Bloody killer robots. I don't mind. I, you know what? If if um, I had to choose a method of um, death, then I would suggest killer robots is probably the way to go. I would love to, um, if I had to, you know, killer robots, because there's something, there's something of the night about them, isn't there? There's something romantic. The, f- the thought of actually, finally, at last, I remind you, dear listener, we are in the 21st century, and none of the things we saw on Tomorrow's World in the 70s and the 80s have, have, have happened. None of them. Uh, can I get um, meals in a pill? No. Uh, silver suits? No. Hoverboards? Well, yeah, but they don't hover. They're not hoverboards. They're idiot boards. I was going to say something rude there, but it's, I'm, I'm trying to ease off on the, uh, the bad language. So none of the stuff we've been promised in the future, which is now, has happened. But now there's killer robots. And I, for one, fully back killer robots 100%, guys. I want more killer robots. I want killer robots, um, 
what's the film with the, um, uh, the, 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 um, the cop that's a robot? What's the film that, the, 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 the Alan, the film where the cop is a robot? Terminator 2. Oh, you idiot. Should we try it again? Alan, the film where the cop is a robot. I'm, no, I'm, I'm thinking it's definitely Terminator 2. Oh, I'm God, a- you're an idiot. I mean, really? <laughs> Alan, the film, there's a robot who's a cop. No, the only robot film I've heard of was Terminator 2. No, 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 that's the the only robot film you've heard of? Yeah. There's a film where there's a robot that's a cop. Well, I don't know. There's a film, right? There's a robot that's a cop. Oh, Well done, Alan. I mean, this is what I'm dealing with. And people like Alan should be put out of their misery by killer robots. Shouldn't they? (laughs) I mean, really? This is what we're dealing with. This is broken Britain. Front page. It's only the front page of one newspaper. Is it? Let me just check. Um, Yep, yep, yep. It's only the front page of one newspaper. Only one newspaper has got the balls to put this story on the front page. And I salute the Daily Star for doing it. Warfare over rise of the killer robots, right? If you are not scared, you bloody well should be. There are killer robots that exist, guys. You should be absolutely terrified. Experts plead for action. Killer robots... Flip, the first sentence of this story is just terrifying, right? Listen to the first sentence of this story. And if a tiny little bit of we doesn't come out, then God damn it, um, you have no soul. If something else comes out, then you're a pervert. Killer robots will hunt mankind to extinction in the future. Sweet Lord. Sweet Lord. Killer robots will hunt mankind to extinction in the future unless their development is halted right now. This is the turning point, guys. We have the power to turn this around. We won't, because we're humans. And you know what? You know what humans is, Alan? What's that? Humans is dumb, Alan. Humans is dumb. Well, I can I name I know at least one dumb human. What's his name? Well, I don't know his name. He's that Scottish impersonator from Friday night. Okay, okay. Uh, did, we didn't get to learn a lot about prison food from you Friday no, night. No, because of that stupid impersonator. Who said he well, was a real canic. We, we haven't had the tapes back from the laboratory yet, so we don't know. Uh, several people have, have flagged up that the, the impersonators may have got through. We've we the tapes have been sent off to. Um, the Michigan Audio Voice Recognition Laboratory in Michigan University, MIT. And we should be getting them back in about six months' time. So we'll be able to have a steward's inquiry then. Just, just on the, just, just uh, uh, talking about that. Yeah, because I was going to talk about Brisbane, but a certain event has took prominence on it. But here's the thing. We might be doing that show again with the people who've booked in their slots. And and part of me, although it's caused real con- 
real controversy on my Twitter feed and also on the Talk Radio listeners page. Real controversy. I'm thinking of getting the same people in at the same times to talk about the same issues. Yeah, well, that would be a welcome boost to me because I never got to talk about what I wanted be, to talk about. It would about. be a welcome boost to us all, Alan, not just you. Yeah, it sounds promising. Um... It was saying about Brucey the weekend, wasn't it? Well, not really. Well, he was a good all-round entertainer. Right. And I grew up with him watching Play Your Cards what, Right and the Generation you, game. What, you used to go round to his house and watch Play Your Cards Right? No, no. Well, I was five years old, like me, mum and dad. Right. And I'd turn the television on and I would see him on the TV watching, doing Play Your Cards Right. But here's right. the thing, right? Um, I don't think it's that sad. Because he was 89, he, he was a very, very old man. Yes. And he was working, you know, um, as, 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 <laughs> I can't remember exactly when he stopped, but he was working for most of his life, you know. And of course it's sad that some people have lost a dad and a husband and, and a grandfather and all of that stuff. And I get that, it's sad for, you know, the, fa- the, 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 the sad, but uh, me, generally and genuinely. In entertainment terms, he was an all-rounder. Yeah, he was great. Oh, he, and I'm not knocking him. He was brilliant. He wasn't. He wasn't really my cup of tea, right? But he was brilliant, right? But um, yeah. he, he, he's, he was an 89 year old man. Someone texted me said, "Oh, Bruce Forsyth died," and I went, "Oh well." Well, oh, well. I, well, I was in my local drinking establishment when the news broke Friday afternoon. Well, there you go. I was with um, here. I was with. Um, uh, I got into a lift with David Hamilton. Um, the disc jockey, shortly well, after the Diddy news... Diddy David. Diddy David Hamilton. He's not... They, here's the thing about David Hamilton. He's a lot taller than I was expecting. Well, probably all those years away from Ken Dodd. Um, I'll have that translated. Um, but, um, but here's the... C- can I just say, and, and I know they, pay, they pay our wages, but man alive. Man alive. Here's the thing. The sun, man. Whenever an American celebrity dies... You can, you can rest assured, just turn to the centre pages. They did it with Glenn Campbell. They've done it with Jerry Lewis. Joker Jerry was evil junkie who beat kids and bedded Marilyn. The man is not yet cold in his grave. He's not even in his grave yet. Well done, the son. Well done, you guys. Let's, let's, let's get the name of that person. That's, um... That's Kate Jackson. What did you do at work today, Mummy? Well, I got a brilliant two-page centre spread where I slagged off a dead man. Well done, Kate. Well done. And well done for the story about Glenn Campbell as well, being a junkie who married low stunts. Well done, guys. Well done. You must be so... I don't know they pay our wages, but, you know, it, it, it is... Uh, uh, well done, guys. You must be very, very proud of yourselves. Why would we put the centre pages of the papers? Sorry? I regularly peruse the centre pages of the papers. Why? Why do you regularly peruse the centre pages of the papers? No, comparing the Sun and the Star. Let's have a look at see what's in the the centre pages of the Star. Hang on a second. Um, probably some. Uh, probably about Love Island. No, it's about Prince. Prince. Yeah, the pop singer. Yeah, he's not a famous celebrity that passed on. I really was not getting any of those words there, so I thought it was time to um, to, to put um, uh, the listeners out of their misery. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got to talk about these killer robots, man. This is Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> you can watch the show, right, on Periscope um, if you want. And it's a bonus. Um, Ali's unhappy. <laughs> Ali's watching the show. Ali's very unhappy. Why must you act so bizarrely? says Ali Craig. Gestures. Shifting the mic every 10 seconds. Must be for effect. Can't be for anything else. Let's, uh, uh, incorrect. First of all, I'm talking. So the gestures, I kind of talk with my hands. So it, it, it's not bizarre in the slightest. Moving the mic, because I don't know if you've noticed, apart from there, I bumped it. But if, if, I'm, if, the mic, if I move the mic, I sound a bit different. Do you see what I mean? If I move it there, it sounds different than if I'm here. Do you see? It's, it makes an actual uh, oral uh, uh, difference. So I use the studio kind of like an instrument. So I'm kind of playing the studio. So the, the, the gestures are, that's how I talk and I'm communicating. And the moving of the mics is um, f- for to make it sound different and stuff. Why must you act so bizarrely? Gestures, shifting mic every 10 seconds must be for effect. Can't be anything else, says Ali Craig. It can't be anything else, says Ali Craig. Cannot be for anything else. Well, I'm afraid it's for many, many other things, Ali Craig. Um, uh, and if you don't like watching the show, don't have to watch the show, the Muppets. Good evening, Graham. Hello, Ian. I'm all right. I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. Good man. Killer robots. Yes, killer robots. They're coming and they're going to kill us, man. And I'm not sure whether... Um, I, I, part of me wants to die that way, but part of me thinks we've got a real opportunity to um, change things and, and stop things. So we either stop the killer robots now or we embrace our future. Well, I, I'm more concerned about um, automatic robot-controlled cars, which are, in, which are killer robots in a way. Oh! But they're coming and we can't... We can't avoid this. They're coming. Yes. Yes. What worries me about them... Yes. ...is they're going to have to be programmed to make decisions about uh, the importance of life. Yes, yes. Well, there's two ways of doing it. There's there's two two ways of doing it, right? Did you ever watch Knight Rider? Yes. Right. What was Kit's primary number one instruction in his computer programming? Protect Michael Knight. Protect, well, protect hu- protect human life, right? Yeah, but whose? That's the question. Right, whose? Uh, well, no, but hang on. So that's that's option one, right? Is, is human yeah. life is the most important thing. But then do you remember that Kit had a nemesis? Did he? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was an evil Kit called Carr. Really? K-A-R-R. Do you know what Carr's primary function was? Erase all human life? No, no, no. To, to protect car. So kits was to protect humans. Cars yeah. was to protect car. And this was displayed in uh, to excellent effect when um, uh, uh, Michael Knight was driving Kit and he was driving yeah. it towards car and they were both going towards each other. And um, Kit took over and said, Michael, I cannot let you do this. I'm to pro- I'm protect your life. So my, my, Kit took over and yeah. Michael took back over. He said, no, no, trust me. And then Kit took over and said, Michael, I cannot let you endanger your life. And so Michael unplugged Kit 
and he drove straight towards Carr, knowing that Carr's primary function was to protect himself, so Carr, at the last minute, swerved off, and I think he, I think he landed in the sea. I've got a feeling he landed in the sea. So he committed suicide? He, 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 well, he, he, the car thought, statistically, he had a better chance of swerving than he did going head-on with Kit. He knew if he went head-on, he'd be destroyed. If he, uh, if he swerved, he might stand a better chance. So he sort of risk-assessed it. it, it, it Ditch in the sea. Got you. Exactly, Graham. So we have to decide, do we want our, um, cars to protect human life or to protect themselves? Over to you. But that's my question. Human, who's human life? The oh. driver or a... Pe- pedestrian because if the car's got to make a decision and one outcome is the pedestrian dies or the other outcome is the driver dies which one does it pick yep um mm. it's going to be programmed to make that choice that is um absolutely um er- 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 i said erotic it's that's an exciting little mind game to play isn't it it messes with your head doesn't it because yeah. someone's got to make that decision when they program these cars. Who, who would you choose who, who would you choose you're in you're you're the car driver and yep. um, there's an old woman, and yeah. the, 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 how you, old? Uh, she's in her eighties. So who oh, would you yeah, who right. would you save, you or the old woman? Well, that's only a maths question, isn't it? The, it's not maths. You choose the younger. Well, yeah, you choose the younger person. All right, but how old are that's you? Maths. I can. I'm forty-two. All right, she's the queen. <laughs> oh, is it still a maths question, Graham? Yes. Well, I'm not a royalist, mate. So that is a maths question still. Yeah. All Sorry. right. It's your nan. It's, oh God! Oh! No, still me, still me. Because wow, you'd kill your nan if you had the chance to. You'd kill your nan. Is that what you're saying? That's insane, well, man. Well, she wasn't very nice. Okay. Um, all right then. Um, how old are you? Forty-two. Forty-two. All right. So it's a maths question, right? So yeah. um, there's a forty-one-year-old man. Um, What's maths? Yeah, then him. You, it's probably a line drawn. Yeah, it's probably maths. So you're going to get killed. Well, hang on. What if that forty-one-year-old man's a paedophile? Oh God! All right, that simple is it? it? Well, it isn't that simple. All right, okay. Um, he's okay. Right. So if it, if it was a forty-one-year-old paedophile, mm. you choose you. Well, yeah, because I'm not one. So, well, I'm, what are I'm you? Than him. Are you not one? No. Okay. After you know, I have to ask that question just for of course, to no, balance. All right. All right. He's a forty-one-year-old, but he's not a paedophile. Um, mm. He's got a few kinks, but it, it, you know nothing too far out there. He just, you know, well, likes getting, perfect. Yeah, he likes getting his bum spanked a bit. He's not into like choking and stuff. But he just, you know, well, it's that, that's his business. Yeah. yeah. So who who does the car save then? If it's a question of maths, the car saves him. That's fine. But then the he car die s- just because he likes getting a spank. That's not so. Fair, so you're going to die then. Well, yeah. Okay, but then the car, but the car scans him, and unfortunately, he's got terminal cancer, and he's only got three weeks to live. <laughs> Ah, uh, then me. Right. But, uh, uh, but a computer can make these decisions in microseconds, so this is fine. But that's <laughs> so You've is... got to make these decisions. Yeah, but you want the system of who dies <laughs> in a robot car crash based entirely on maths. It's got to be. It's a computer. It has to be a math decision. It can't be anything else. It can't make a moral decision, can it? Well, well, uh, uh, can't it? No. Ah, but ca- but can't it, though? Well, now we're talking about AI and not just a, a driverless car. Ah, aren't we? You're adding new wrinkles every minute. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
All right, there's, there's a, all right, all right, all right, here's one. I've got a good one for you, right? This is it, right? So you're, you're in the robot car, right? And, yeah. um, uh, it's gonna, um, it's gonna kill a baby. Who would you save? Um, save the baby, obviously. Right, okay. But then, so you get killed, and then do you know what happens? You know what that baby's name is? It's Adolf oh, Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. It's Adolf Hitler. Oh. So you have sacrificed your life to save baby Hitler? Are you nuts? No, the Holocaust on me. It, 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 it kind of is. Thank you, Graham. There's a little bit of, a, uh, of fun uh, mind games there. Who would you save, uh, Graham or baby Hitler? Over to you, 0344 Good evening, Philip. Good evening, Ian. Just a couple of quick things this evening. They never are with you, but... Robots. What? Yes. Um, there's a great, great film. Have you ever seen it? It's called Demon Seed, starring Julie Christie and Fritz Weaver. Mm-hmm. It's based on a book by a great author called Dean Coots. And what it is, this guy has got a house... And every single thing in that house is controlled as though it was a robot. Yes. He's got the cooker, everything, it's security system. Yes. And there is a voice. And it kills him. Uh, well, <laughs> there is a really, really weird ending. I don't want to spoil well, it. Well, because because I, 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 I've never heard of the films that you talk about, and I'm certainly never going to watch them. Oh, well, this, well, if you're talking about... He this, is the robot. He's the robot. Well, no, no, She's no. the robot. His wife's the robot. No, no, His baby no. is Adolf Hitler. No, his wife... Yes? Is Adolf Hitler? No, listen, his wife has a baby... I've never heard Philip get pissed off before, and we just heard it there. Yeah, well, his wife has a baby by the robot. What the hell? Yes, absolutely. He squirts a bit of WD-40 up, huh? It, 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 well, Ian, that is the film. He, he, you've got to see it. Three Demon Seed. I'm not going to see it. You mentioned earlier on that the guy was talking about a Knight Rider kit. Yes. Do you know who Kit was? Uh, um, yeah, he was an actor and he had a moustache. I do know it. He's not, he, was appeared, he was the lead doctor in the TV series and elsewhere. Oh, for goodness sake. William <laughs> Daniels. Oh, yeah. Also, Ian, before I go, I'd oh. just like to tell you something that happened today. Yes. I was in the public library. Oh! And two guys came in yeah. and they said to the librarian, please, we want to get in touch with the electoral roll. Yes. You see? So the woman said... Uh, yes. uh, she said, uh, you, you can have a cheese roll. Did she no, say no, that? No, no. They, they, they said, she said, you can have a look at certain sections of the electoral roll, because when you fill it in, you know, your form, yes. you say, do you want all your details to be available to everybody? Yes. You see? Well, she, they said, well, uh, yeah, we want to... What we want, we want to find out who <laughs> our neighbours are. <laughs> Honestly, well, yes, I know said, a way of doing that. You go and knock no, on well, their yes, door. You the best bit. They said, we want to find out who our neighbours are because they won't talk to us. <laughs> this is true, and I'm not making Because this you're up. so nosy, you weirdos, that's and why. Yeah, so the, so the woman gave them some, the books, of the ones, that, the people they, you know, that they're allowed to show. Yes. And they went to sat over there, and honestly, I, I, I was so, so tempted to go over and have a chat with them. But, I mean, do you know who your neighbours are? Well, here's the thing. Um, the neighbours on the right-hand side, no. no. Um, I went and collected a parcel from them once. Yeah. The neighbours opposite, no. The neighbours opposite, opposite, we sort of used to know them. 
yeah. then, you know, I've got this, this facial dyslexia, right, where I can't recognise a face. I, I can meet oh. someone a hundred times, and I won't know if I've met them before or not. Oh. Well, and, um, I had a, I got into a row with a man who was walking his dog once, because his dog went for my dog. And I, and he really went for it. And I went, you, your bloody dog should be locked up. Oh, Put dear. that on a bloody lead, right? And then he came round to apologise later, and I was quite short with him. And then it turns out it was the bloke that lived opposite, opposite me. Oh, wow. And uh, actually, we'd been, like, really, really friendly. And I felt terrible ever since. And I keep thinking, oh, yeah. I must go round there and just apologise and clear the air. Yeah, right? yeah. Would you go to a I've not, to... I've not finished talking. I beg your pardon. You're very welcome. Thank you. And, um, so I was, I was going to go round there, and they've moved out. Oh, no. The house is empty. Oh. No, I wouldn't go to a library to find out. I didn't know that I could go to a library to find out. I'd go to a library to cane their Wi-Fi or to get books or can to get more, their... Uh, can I have one more question, Ian? Yes, you can. I've got an idea for a topic. It's, uh, it's, when you go on holiday... How old are you now, Philip? Me? 75. Are you really? How are you yes. feeling? Yeah. Oh, well, fine, thank you. Uh, I'm not a robot either. Okay. Um, it, when you go on holiday... Yes. And you... you obviously, I, I, I do, I'm sure a lot of people do. Yes. They tune in to the radio station where they are. Oh, America, yeah. Australia, wherever they might oh, be. Yeah. This oh. is my question. Yeah. If you get a phone-in on the radio, have you ever called in to a foreign phone-in while you're on holiday? Ladies Who did you talk to and what did you talk thank about? Thank you very much indeed, Philip. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I had the most extraordinary thing last night. Like, overnight radio is dead. Since they took the two mics off, overnight radio is dead, right? Okay? It's dead. I mean, the sport's on talk sport, and I don't really like... Uh, and the guy that does it is great, but it's, it's, it's like proper sports, and I don't like sports. So, uh, uh, unless you're a sport head, overnight radio is dead. Um, and I've heard most of the, the six music, it turns out, are repeating the, 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 the documentaries. So I've, cause I've been doing this job for over a year. I've heard all the documentaries they play and most of the documentaries that go out on four extra at half past one. So I was flicking through the stations, right? And I listened to one station, um, and it was really boring. And, um, they said, oh, we've got a call from, a, uh, from, um, Nigel. In, we didn't say Las Vegas. He kept saying Las Vegas. Las Vegas. And so Nigel came on from Las Vegas and he was British. And he said, well, yes, you know, um, I've got a house in, uh, England and a house in Las Vegas. And, uh, and, he, and he, he went on to make a really dry point, right? On one station. Fine. Okay. So then I got home and then I flicked on another radio station, right? Different radio station, about half an hour later. And the host went, we've got a call from Nigel in Las Vegas. And it was the same bloke phoning up a different radio station in a country that he wasn't even in. What kind of person does that? I was, I was there. I was in bed when I heard the second one. And I said, I said loudly to no one, because there's no one at my house. I went, what kind of person does that? It really um, upset me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Now the next caller lined up is Andre. You can stop that happening by calling in now. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Coming up in half an hour, you're going to hear an interview I did with the comedian Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric fame, of Decker 
fame. Um, and um, also Greg Turkington, who is absolutely brilliant. Uh, they are brilliant. They're doing a, 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 two weeks of shows at the Soho Theatre in London, and I've absolutely flipping loved them. And I went and met them and, and fanboyed out. It got you listen to it, it gets a little bit tense when I mention that I have watched the show Decker Decker um, on a hooky website. Gets a little bit tense. Little, little bit. Uh, as it should do. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. What was I thinking? I'm stealing from that from their pockets. What was I thinking? But, but, but. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Right. Can I just say, here's, I've got a thing, right? Lane, stop sending me links. I don't click on links. I don't know why. I, well, I do know why. I, I do not click on links, right? And, and now he sent me a link, and he said, and then click on the hyperlinks within the text. So you want me to click on a link, and then click on other links when I don't click on links? Not a chance. Not a chance. Absolutely. And I tell you why, right? Because nearly all of the links I've ever clicked on have been rubbish. You're just rubbish. Click on this. I think you'll like this. Crap song. Ian, I think, I think you'll, uh, I think this will make you lol. Crap sketch. I think you should read this. Uh, I, it reminds me of you. Really crap, badly written article with no punctuation. So just don't, d- please, for the love of all that is holy, don't send me links because I won't click on them. Don't. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know why. I heard an amazing, I heard an amazing song on Six Music today. Oh, here's, Let's talk about flicking through the radio. Kevin Elliott and Andre, I'll get to you in a minute. Sorry, my mind's just going off on tangents, right? This evening, as I was driving in, I listened to James for a bit. Um, and I like to flick around. And I couldn't listen to Radio 4 because it was someone presenting a show that I think I should be presenting. And so I was, I was filled with bitterness and resentment. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm going to click on Six Music. I never listen to Six Music after three o'clock in the afternoon. Never do. Never have done in my life. I clicked on Six Music at quarter to eight. My mate was on. The friend of mine was on there. Carvers Tarabi was on there. I couldn't believe it. What a thrill. What a thrill. Um, but I heard an amazing song on um, Six Music today that I've never heard before. I'll play it after 11, right? This was incredible. Honestly, I've never... I was all giddy with excitement. I haven't felt giddy with excitement at a new song for years. I wonder if it will still give me that same giddiness after 11. Good evening, Kevin. Hello, Ian. Hey, Kevin, what you got? I was interested. I just caught the end of your conversation about AI there. Yes. Um, and you did an excellent job in explaining what's known as the frame problem. Yes. The what? The frame problem in AI. Ooh, the f- now, bear with me. Uh, okay. Bear with me for a minute. Uh, for, for you, I, um, I'll bear with you for a minute. Yes, go on. <laughs> the, what's the frame problem? The frame problem is it's taken. It's a term that's taken from animation. Yes. In the fact that every time something changes, the context of it changes. So every time something in the environment changes, um, an AI has to make a decision about it has about the context. Do you follow that? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll, try and change, I'll try and explain it a bit better. Okay. Um, 
Like, an AI, if an AI is operating in a, in a controlled environment... Well, hang on a minute. So we're, but, but like you were humans, we're constantly making dis- like a, a million decisions all the time that affects what happens in the next second. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. I, you know, I could have I could have gone, Kevin, I don't get what you're talking about, and I could have cut you off, but I didn't, and I'm persevering with it, and I could have kept quiet when you said I'll try and explain it better, but I have tried to jump in to get, uh, proffer my explanation. Is that what you, is that what you mean? Yeah, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. Good. So you did a good, you did a fairly good job in taking like Kit's um, choices. Yes, we're changing every time. Every time the context changed, the choices changed. Yes, and this is um, this is why there's an argument out there, and I can't. Don't ask me for his name now. I can't remember who said it. Oh, that, um, artificial intelligence will never um, be very successful. Well, hang on. overall, overall, like you know, like uh, like uh, like self-driving cars, right. yes, will never be completely successful unless there is only self-driving cars. Yes. So all the time they're interacting with people. Oh. Yes. Oh, have you got it now? <laughs> Uh, you're, th- th- but Sorry, then this is the but then this is the wow this is the robot cars plan then is to make sure there are no drivers on on the road. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the cars series of animated movies for kids? No, I haven't. Let no. me explain it. Right, it it took me a long time to get this, and it was only when I watched the third one I got it. Right, um, basically, it's a world that's populated entirely by cars and vehicles. Right, and they have hotels that they stay in, and they have. Uh, they get married, uh, and they're all cars, right? Different kinds of cars. And the Italian cars have Italian accents, and American cars have American accents, and stuff like that, right? And I couldn't get to grips with it in Cars 1 or Cars 2. In Cars 3, I got it, right? These cars must have been... Um, there must have been, like, a 100 years before the Cars trilogy of cartoons was set, right? There must have been humans, right? And they must have made cars. And then they made... Robot cars, right? And then they made the next generation of robot cars that were more intelligent, right? Then they made the third generation of robot cars that were intelligent. And by the fourth generation of robot cars, the cars were going, we don't, we don't need humans. So they massacred, like mass genocide of the entire planet. They killed all the humans and then they make Lightning McQueen. Does that make sense? Um, no, not really. Okay, okay. Maybe you need to. I, do, see. I don't know who Lightning McQueen is. He's he's um, he's voiced by Owen Wilson. He's uh, supposedly the friendly racing car in it. But if you know if you know the, uh, the their origin story, it's actually it's quite macabre. Is that what like we could that, head but... towards? Well, only if you take the humans out. I mean, the thing about the uh, self-driving cars is, yeah, you have to take the humans out of it for them to operate properly. Yep, yep, yep. Because any 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 human, if you if you've got human driving cars or pedestrians or or even animals, yep, for that for that fact, um, would interrupt their. Hang on, animals can't drive cars. No, but they they they'll be on the pavement or in the landscape or they'll be running across roads and things like that you know yes so they have to take into all they have to take that into context Um, everything 
every time a con every every millisecond the context of any AI that any AI operates in yes is changing. Well, I'm I'm glad you've cleared that up. <laughs> Sorry. No, you no, you it did goes, a good job. You're talking goes, to an idiot, so you've done very very well. It's a, it's a it goes into like a downward spiral of context. Oh yeah yeah. Well, Kevin, I th- we'll leave the downward spiral of context for another evening. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, I don't want to panic you, but we're all going to be murdered either by sentient cars or um, killer robots. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I like them. I like they put a bit of work into those. I like them. We'll have them. Good evening, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative uh, on Talk Radio. My name is Ian Lee. Every weekday between 10 o'clock at night and 1 o'clock in the morning. For, for now, from next week onwards, if the show's going well and we, we, we get a, a good groove going on, um, then the show could go on a little bit later with the hashtag radio lock-in. That, we, we, we've got the permission from the boss to go on for as long as we want. So we, we will see about that. Uh, in the meantime, 03444991000. Don't forget as well on uh, Sunday. Let me give you two dates to remember. Sunday the 3rd of September, we are playing tag stroke had stroke it um, in, um, what's the place? Um, uh, Hyde Park. That's it, in London. Three o'clock in the afternoon, Hyde Park near Speaker's Corner. And we, I may even go and speak in Speaker's Corner if I can get the nerve. And on Sunday the 17th of September, uh, you can come and see me and Catherine Boyle doing, uh, recording um, some episodes of The Rabbit Hole, which is a podcast that we also do separate from the show. Um, it's a phone-in show, but it's done in front of a live audience, and uh, we we have about there'll be about hundred people there, um, and they can join in or not join in, and um, people will phone in, and you get to hear the phone calls and all of that. That's happening on Sunday, the seventeenth of September. It's our only London show this year. Um, if you want tickets, uh, follow me on Twitter at Ian Lee, or go to uh, just Google King's Place Rabbit Hole. Ian Lee, bishy bashy boshy, it comes up. We've got loads of phone calls to get in before 11. So let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan. Ian, I've been warning people for years about uh, the, uh, the possibility of Skynet and the Terminators becoming reality. Yeah. But um, at this moment in time, I'm in a restless and nihilistic mood, and I'm sort of on the fence about whether it actually would be a good idea if uh, Skynet and the Terminators wiped us all out. Yep. Because I look around the world, and it's the stupidity and the injustice. it, It gets me down, and it drives me up the wall at the same time. Wow, down and up. Yeah. Uh, you f- you'd think that we would have learnt from what happened 80 years ago. Yes. But you have all these people running around on both sides like complete idiots. And I'm screaming at the top of my voice, you're doing it all wrong. You're all insane. Do it. Scream and it. No scream it. Scream it at the top of your voice now. You're all insane. Ah, that felt good, didn't it? No, it doesn't. Oh. Because this, people are just so bloody stupid, they can't see what they're sleepwalking into. And you know what the worst thing is? Yes. 
What's that? I'm a human being too, and I have the same faults and failings as these idiots. Well, I don't care what they think of me. I care what I think about myself, and I know that in my own way, I'm just as stupid and moronic as these people. I'm just in a different way, stupid and moronic from them. But oh, people just oh, I just want to pick up the nearest item and smack someone or something with it because get it through your heads, people. We are heading towards the flipping apocalypse, and all you can bloody care about is hurt feelings or oh, what flavour ice cream you have. Me oh, it drives me up the wall. These stupid idiots. And I'm one of these stupid idiots because I'm a stinking human being. No wonder you wanted to uh, kill yourself, Ian. Well, we humans are stupid. Yes, we are utterly stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you deserve a medal for not doing yourself in. How can you stand the insanity? How can you stand? Being part of a species that is so bloody dumb. It's a tough gig. I, 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 if this move will pass, yeah, I, I, I'll, I get that. But right now, I just think, what is wrong with everyone? What is wrong with me, even? Because I'm part of the bloody problem. I'm a human being. Just like these idiots pulling down statues of complaining about this, complaining about that. Oh, my feelings were hurt. Meanwhile, there are people in the world who are actually suffering. They're being starved to death. They're being murdered by bombs that we're making. I, oh, please, at this moment, I'm half tempted to say, bring it on, Skynet, please, send us bloody android that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger to exterminate us, please. Thanks for your call, Jonathan. Very passionate there. Let's go to Sam. Good evening, Sam. Good evening, Ian. How's it going? Very, very well for me. <laughs> I think you uh, Is it Jonathan? That's Jonathan, yes. I, I think he's got a bit of an anger problem. Well, he's, he's, he, he seems very upset, doesn't he? Yes. He, he seems very upset. Put that in the podcast. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well... I was going to say, what do you think of Blade Runner, the movie? Uh, I found it a little bit dull, actually. You really found it dull? Yeah, I did. And I've got a friend who loves Blade Runner. He's like, he's obsessed with it, and he, he's got all the different versions, and if ever there's a screening, he goes and sees it. Did the sequel of Blade Runner come out? Um, I, I don't know if it's come out yet. I know it, it was due. I remember I saw but, a trailer for it, but that yeah, was ages ago, and then I've not seen anything for it since. No, I've, I've, I'm kind of avoiding it, because... I just don't think anything can beat the original, so well, I, I, I think it'll just ruin it. But I don't think it's going to beat the original. I, I, I mean, wouldn't it be interesting to see how the characters have developed and what's happened to them in the past 40 years? Maybe, but I'd rather do that in my own head. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> but I, 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 I love the original movie, and I, I've, I've watched it God knows how many times. But, you see, talking about robots and AI and so on, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? Um, the TV series, the recent yeah. TV series. The, the, yeah, the, the remake. The one with the terrible ending. Yes, I, I, I sat through, what, six seasons of that, only to be disappointed in the last yeah. 25 minutes. Well, the last 25 minutes, I'm, I understand, but did you enjoy the rest of it? Um, yeah, I did, yeah, I did enjoy it, yeah. See? Sexy um, robots. 
I, I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it immensely. Um, I, I kind of like all that stuff. I like Terminator. And all I that. love fit robots. <laughs> I really, and I do, and I've got a thing for fit robots, which is why I, uh, uh, sex bots, yes. Killer bots, eh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> well, I, I can understand uh, your fantasy regarding that. Yeah. Um, although I've got a beautiful wife and I'm quite happy, happily married. And well, it's not cheating. No, yeah. no, no, I've worked it all out in my mind. If it's a robot, it's not cheating. Is it? Uh, no, it can't be. It, it, if it's AI in, therefore it has... Mate, it's like, mate, it's just, it it's just it like wearing a glove and knocking one out. It's a PW. I That's don't think all so, it is. I'm sorry. That's all it I, is. I, I think my wife would have something to say about that. Okay. <laughs> I think, uh, I've, I mean, ask Fandango. Are you you're with Fandango, aren't you? Sorry? Are you with Fandango? Uh, yes. You are. I, I thought that was your wife's name. Um, ask her what she thinks. I would... Think you'd think it's cheating. Okay, well, that's, um, yes, possibly. Anyway, what have you got? Because I've got a load of calls to get through before the top of the hour. Sorry, sorry to rush you, no, Sam. Um, I, I just really want to say hello to you and, and oh. wish you a good evening. May God bless you, Sam. Thank you very much indeed for that. Let's go to uh, Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. I've uh, been writing your obituary for you. And um, I'm going to expose you as a closet Christian. That's a very, um, that's a very, um... That's quite a, a, a mean opening line. I've been writing your <laughs> obituary for you. Yeah, you know, you talk about uh, Jenny Dean Lewis being exposed to this druggie, and, and, and that's what his son does to people. Well, it's, not, yeah. it's not exposed. Everyone knew about it. But, yes, I think it's... I think it's the, the, you it's, know, it's, focusing it's... on the, the dark side. Yes. I'm going to focus on the brightness of your soul that hides behind the dark side. Ah, souls. Yes. Yes. So, so this masquerade that you present to the world of being a sort of slight degenerate, I'm going to present you as this clean, living, honest Christian guy. I'm not. I, well, I, when do I present myself as some sort of degenerate? Um, quite a lot, Ian, to be give, honest. Give me an example. You're probably Paul. not conscious of it. Well, no, because I don't think I do. Give me an example of it. Well, you slipped into sort of psychological darkness didn't you, you no, no that, well hang on having a mental illness is not being a degenerate give me an example of me p- putting forward but what triggers of... off a mental illness it's usually degenerate behavior isn't it no it's not at all mate it's not at all it could be um sexual abuse as a child it could be yeah. um it could be trauma of a parent dying it could just be an imbalance of chemicals in your head so 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 no you're wrong give me an example of me putting forward a degenerate image <laughs> well you talk about sex a lot and you you attack Ken because he's a Christian. And... No, I don't, Paul. This is the thing. You and Ken, I've had a yeah. letter from Ken that I might read later on because it's really oh, offensive. Nice. He was on James Way earlier on. He was very good, actually. Um, here's the thing. You, you, you and Ken, you don't listen. I don't attack, okay. Christi- I don't attack Christianity, Paul. I don't. And I, I make a point of saying that I don't have a problem with any religion, whereas I know that you do. You have a problem with homosexuality and you have a problem with Islam. It's not a religion. Homosexuality is not a religion. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just listing your, your, your list of pet I hates. don't regard Islam as a religion. I regard them all as a political movement. Well, you're wrong. It's a religion. So, so there. Well, Muhammad was a warlord, wasn't he? He conquered territory. Oh, Paul, I, I regard him as a politician. Paul, it's a religion, mate. And, and your inability to accept that just shows your, your, your hatred for it. And your, your hatred well, for gays as well. 
Ian, I don't hate anybody. No, you love don't them. You, that's anybody. why you want to save the gays, isn't it? So they don't have to spend eternity no, I mean, in, in I, hell. I don't stick labels on people because of their sexual practices. I mean, for well, me... you've said that old, I'm a degenerate you know? for talking about sex, so you do. You, you, yeah, you're a man that, that, that... Paul, listen, you're a man um, with, 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 that, filled with hatred. Yeah, but I don't hate you, and Ian. Arrogance. I don't hate anyone. I don't hate no, anybody. No, but, you're, but your love comes out in a very nasty, mean way, and I don't want your love. I find it repulsive. Ian, <laughs> it's not my love you want, it's God's love, obviously. No, I don't, Everyone because God's, wants no, God's no, love. No, they don't, they don't. They do, they want to be accepted by their creator. And that's the arrogance, that's the arrogance you've got, Paul. You're a very arrogant, dark man. I feel really I know, sorry but... for you, man. I feel really sorry for you. I hope you get, <laughs> I hope you get the help that you, you, de- you deserve as a human being, brother. I really mean that. Well, Ian, I really thank you for these compliments. And uh, you see, I, I think we're a bit of a naive guy, really. But you, you present me as someone who's quite knowing, you know, quite dark in a way. Oh God, no, no, no! The knowing comes from 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 a place of of um, stupidity, most definitely. The fact that you think oh. someone with a mental illness is a degenerate um, be- because of that—that's I, I, I find no, that well, terrible. I, I can, in my experience in life, a lot of people who went on to drugs like most LSD, of your experience is made up. I'm afraid, Paul, you're a fantasist and. The the sooner you realise ah. that, the sooner you realise that, the, the, the more chance there is of you getting things sorted out, buddy. You're creating your fiction again, Ian. You should be a novelist because you've got this vivid imagination. You just create you this go, fiction you see, around and What people. you do is when someone puts something to you, instead of actually addressing it, you, you fire back. You constantly fire back. You, you, never, you well, don't engage in conversation. Chatting. Well, I'll try, Ian. I mean, you, you've got to coach me that. If you think I need improvement... There you go, you see. You you're doing it again. You there. can't engage in conversation. Respond to what I've been saying. <laughs> well, how can I expand, respond to something which is absolute, absolutely asinine, you know? I've just got to laugh at it, Ian. Well, that's not a response. That's not a conversation. You can't do conversation, Paul. Well, I, you see, I mean, if I could address your soul and get an honest response from you... No, 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 you, forget my soul, forget my soul. I'm, uh, here's the you, thing. You're just manipulating here's all the, the thing. time, here's you're the just thing. It's not manipulation. I'm, I'm, I'm being... I There's am no one of the most you, honest... Is. I am one of the most honest broadcasters. Is, you're, you're delusional. You, you actually believe what you're saying, and it's just because I'm telling you Because I'm telling the truth. Engage, it, respond to what I've just said, Paul. You wouldn't know the truth if it slapped you in the face. Here come the insults. Here come the insults. You can't well, do... I responded. You introduced Paul, it. You made calm this, Calm down, man. Calm you down. You made this conversation. Paul, uh, sort calm of down. Calm down. Don't get collision. so excited. You, 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 have yet, you have yet to respond to anything I've said without an insult or without a laugh. You've not responded. You've not engaged in a conversation. You've been on the line for, what, five minutes? We've not had a conversation, man. Well, let's start again, here. No, what no. Like let's discuss? No, I don't want to start again, because we're in, I, I'm, I've put forward my points. I'd like <laughs> you to respond to them. Ian, I'm a flawed human being. I'm not do a, it. I'm not a robot. I'm not perfect. No, you're not. Uh, you know, you I, can't engage in conversation. We can only we can only engage in communication, Ian. If you're if you are willing it, if you're hard, why? and you don't want to, Ian. Why? I'm, I'm asking you questions. I'm putting forward statements, and I'm revealing bits of myself. You've revealed nothing of yourself. Let me ask you one question and respond to it honestly. Why do you hate yourself? I don't mean, sadly, I love myself. I'm sorry to disappoint you there. I love myself because I love my children, I love my wife, you project, I love my city. You project so much onto me that is really you. 
and I find it fascinating. <laughs> so you're just playing psychological games. You're not engaging it. I'm engaging in a conversation, Paul, and everyone listening to this knows that I am. I am putting forward points. I'm putting forward arguments, and uh, you're, you have you're not bringing in a supporting cast no, of listeners. Everyone, everyone listening is hearing me try and engage a conversation. And not once in the last seven minutes. How do you know how people are listening? How not, they're judging this be, conversation? Because they tell me. How do you know they're being very because sort they, of supportive they t- they, of you? Because they, they tell might me. They think Paul. to themselves, "Look, Ian's just playing games with Paul. Okay. He's trying to trip him up. We'll he's, try again. He's insulting him. We'll, he's trying we'll, to get we'll, a we'll, we'll try again another night, Paul. Thanks for calling. Pleasure, Ian. Very, very dark vibe from that guy. I mean, it, it may actually makes my skin crawl and i don't say that lightly very very dark vibe i tell you what when we come back um i'm gonna play you an amazing song i heard today i've never heard before then we'll do anthony elliott and andre and then we'll play the interview with uh tim heidecker my name's ian lee this is the late night alternative this is talk radio talk radio don't call in we've got elliot anthony i promise i'll come to you after the news then we'll play tim heidecker busy old show this evening this is the late night alternative my name's ian lee this is talk radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk so indulge me dear listener we'll, we'll take uh, elliot and anthony i'll come to you in a bit i, I always like to start the uh the the, the the hours, the beginning of the hours with a bit of music. And I heard this amazing, amazing song. I'll play it and you'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, of course, that's a really famous song. My knuckles cracking, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. It's really famous. I'd never heard it before. I'd never heard it. It it blew. I was in the car and I had to to, um, pull over and shazam it. Um, And it was this.
isn't it, though, huh? Have I never even heard that before? It's just insanely good. Rare earth, isn't it? I don't know if they're worth getting into. That's a good song. The rest of it might be awful. It's like the Babies had a good song. There's a group called the Babies, and they had a really good song. And all their other songs are awful. You've got to be careful with these things. Um, Tim from Tim and Eric coming up. Let's go to Elliot first, then Anthony. Good evening, Elliot. You all right, Ian? Hello, Elliot. Hey, we've got a game. Sorry? Would you like to play Cheap, Cheap, Cheap? Well, I'm going to say your phone is Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. Is it? Are you on speaker? No, I'm not. I don't believe you. Well, I'm not. I'll have a look. I wasn't. It still sounds... Are you in the same room as the phone? Yeah, I'm, like, on the phone. Are you on, on it? The... Yeah. All right. It sounds awful. Go on. Would you like to play Cheap, Cheap, Cheap? Sure. What is it? I've got three... I've got three... Have you not ever seen this show? No, I don't... No. We've not. We've got Barry from Watford's in it, isn't he? Right. Uh, well, yeah. With Noel, with Noel Edmonds. Okay. I'm, I'm aware yeah. of it. I've not seen it. Yeah, you got three items. Like most of the country. Items. Yes. <laughs> and and you've got to guess which one is the cheapest. Okay. Sounds fun. I like that. We've got a one liter tub of Mackey's ice cream. Whose ice cream? Mackey's. You know the blue, the one in the blue tub. Mackey's. Yeah. I've never heard of it, but okay. It's like, it's like a Scottish sort of, I don't know, middle-of-the-road sort of brand. A middle-of-the-road sort of brand, okay. We've got eight slices of breaded ham from Asda. Yes. And we've got a chicken dough piazza and pilau rice ready meal from Morrison's. That's the cheapest. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is, buddy. Go for it. Right, we'll, we'll have to open up what it says on the ham. The ham is £4. Whoa! OK. That's ex- that's quite pricey. The Mackey's ice cream, £2. Oh! Come on, come on, come on. Less than the two. Chicken, the chicken dough piazza, pilau rice. one pound eighty-five. Oh, up your ass! No, no! Ah, oh, so what do I win? The other you two, win I win nothing. the ham. You win nothing. What? You win nothing. What are you talking about? Well, you think they're the right answer. Well, so what was the point of me playing? You, well, that, that, that was what I didn't think of a prize. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, that's an off-com in uh, the waiting, never mind. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I think that was better than the real show. So why is the show... I haven't seen it. I'm aware of it. I've seen pictures of it. Why is the show getting such um, stinky reviews, then? Because people don't understand that it's... It, it's like anti-TV. Right. Like, it, 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 it's taken everything... Because I think they know the show is complete rubbish. Right. And it's the and it's the play on that, and you tune in, you know it's rubbish. Yeah. But you're tuning in because it's rubbish. Like Jeremy okay. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that sort of TV. That is, no, it's not. There's nothing good about it. It's good because it's bad. Like there's a game on PS4 called Goat Simulator. <laughs> I'm aware of Goat the, Simulator. And, and the yeah. game is full of bugs, and all you go around is go around as a goat. Yeah. But people pay for it. It's like people paid. You know, Cards Against Humanity. The what? 
the Cards Against Humanity game, I don't think it's a very good game, but it's, a, it's like a card game. Well, I don't know it. It's, it's not very good. But what they did is they released a box. There was nothing in the box. They said there was nothing in the box, yet people still paid for it anyway. Here's the thing. Years, I, I remember about, God, it must have been about 20, 25 years ago, right? Um, this bloke came up with, it's such a good idea, and people fell for it. H, L, and S, right? Um, right. He sold rocks as pets. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? When was that? Uh, no, I, I can't remember it, but I've heard of the pet it, rocks. I think it was in the 90s, pet rocks. And he sold them. And you, it was like paying, like, 20 quid for a rock as a pet. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? I love it. I wish, I, I, what we need, Elliot, is we need a really bad idea, and then we need um, the balls to go through with that idea and make millions. That's, all we, that's it. One bad idea and the guts to go through with it. I'll see what I can do. All right, nice one, Elliot. Thank you very much, mate. Let's go to Anthony. Good evening, Anthony. Hi, Ian. Hi, Anthony. You okay? I'm okay, mate. How are you doing? Well, I really enjoyed your conversation earlier about artificial intelligence. I bet you did. Um, How much did I you would enjoy? like to make two distinctions. Yes. That I accept that artificial intelligence is inevitable. Right. But I feel... It's a different thing to consciousness. Okay. Now, when I see a human being on the street, I don't care who they are. Now, are you a robot or are you a human being? I try to be a human being. Well, now, now, now that is what a robot might say. This is the thing. If you were a robot, I wouldn't know, would I? No, but I, I can assure you that I'm flesh and blood, I'm biological. Well, that, maybe you think you're human. This is another thing. Robots could think, you could think that you're human, because you sound like a robot. You, you could think that you're human. Very clever. Because Very you've been clever, programmed yeah. to think you're human. Okay, so food, I have to eat carbohydrates. Prove it. And eat something now. I haven't got a lot to eat here. I, I have to leave the room. But what? I, anyway, right. What I will say, right, is that I agree with the idea about yes. artificial intelligence. Okay, I think it's possible. Yes. I think with quantum uh, computing that's going on now, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. But is it consciousness? Does it have all the horrible experiences that mean you experienced in the 70s? Like you said the other night, with cotton wool earbuds and chill brains that we used to have. I've never had chill brains. Well, I did. I, I, I don't know what chill brains are. And days. Well, what it is, when, when, you live, when you wear shorts yes. and you live in exposed, harsh, severe climates. Yes. You you need to use liniment and things like that. Yeah. Are you so sure you you're not it. a robot? And you're back. You need charging up. Do you need to go and plug in? Okay, okay, I shall. But anyway, <laughs> my question is. <laughs> yes, go on. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this, Anthony. Thank you. You're a good sport. Go on. Uh, okay, okay. Yes. Artificial intelligence. Yes. Except, but not consciousness. No. I think. It, Two separate things, yeah? Yes. If I see a tramp in a bus stop 
begging for money, smoking a roll up. He's conscious. He's smoking a bit of spice. He's not conscious if he's smoking spice. Well, he's unconscious. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but when he comes round, he's conscious. Could a robot oh. do drugs? I don't think they enjoy it. Mm. I just don't think they have the fallibilities that we have. No, you can make a skin in uh, a robot, but I, I, I don't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get a buzz off it. Um, um, okay, that's, that's something to consider. Yeah. Okay. So, would you agree with me? There's two different things. Artificial intelligence. Yes. Yes. Great. Brilliant. Fantastic. Do what you like. Yes. But you're not conscious, asshole. What? <laughs> uh, I might be as thick as shit, but at least I'm a conscious being. There we go. Can Thank we just differentiate? There we go. Thank you very much indeed. If, uh, uh, answers on the back of a postcard, please. Let's have a quick break. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> ah, right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, okay, David, you're going to have to come back later on, I'm afraid, because, 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 uh, over the next two weeks, uh, Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington are, uh, doing some shows at the Soho Theatre. They are brilliant, they are funny, they are fab, I absolutely, uh, love them, and, um, I went to, um, I'm going to go and see the show on f- next Friday, September the 1st, and also I'm going to, they're doing a, another show on Saturday matinee, I'm going to go and see that, so... I went to see them, and let's keep our fingers crossed, guys, because normally Catherine would edit the stuff that I go out and record and bleep it. I did it. So, um, Sam, you've got to pay attention, make sure there's no swears in this. I think I've bleeped. There's a couple of S's. I've let a couple of S's go, so let them go. But let's hope um, none of the heaviest swears are in there. This is me talking to Greg Turkington and Tim Heidecker. I am in... London's uh, naughty area, Soho, and um, I'm heading to the Soho Theatre to chat to uh, Neil Hamburger and um, Tim Heidecker, who are doing um, a couple of weeks of shows here. I think they're off to um, Manchester at some point as well, and I'm absolutely huge fans. Uh, If you've seen Tim and Eric's show, if you've seen... um, uh, Decker, which I keep raving about all the time. Um, you will have seen them. They're very funny. They're very rude. Um, and I think really, really clever. Um, so I'm going to go and see the live show next week. Friday, uh, the 1st of September. Huh? Well, that was summer. Um, but I had to get, get to go and, uh, chat with them today, which is exciting. Well, here is the Soho Theatre, and I am looking for them in a booth. No. They are not here. So let me go and have a little look. Hello, is Lornette here? I'm doing an interview at half four. I'm a little early. Thank you very much. What's your name? Ian Lee. Lee. Hello, I have Ian Lee here for you, the box office. Brilliant, I'll send the book about that. Okay, cheers, love. Bye. 
Brilliant. Thank you very much. Right in the bar. Beautiful. And then, as if by magic, Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington, a.k.a. Neil Hamburger, um, appeared. And um, you kind of join us halfway through a conversation. I was reading my Carmine Apice um, autobiography, Stick It, um, and he was the drummer with um, Rod Stewart and various other people. Um, And um, they seemed fascinated by it. So that's what we're talking about. Now, I just got sent it. He's, I think he's coming on the show. It's I don't know anything about him. Oh my God! But there are pictures such of him, a good drummer. There are pictures of him group? wearing um, vanilla fudge. Oh yeah. Sex cool. Police t-shirts. Him and Rod Stewart are in the Sex Police. Really? Before actual... he, he co-wrote. Do you think I'm sexy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, he's oh. he's like an amazing drummer, kind of in the Keith Moon right. world, and like. Led Zeppelin was opening yeah, yeah. for Vanilla Fudge, yeah. and John Bonham kind of pinched his whole style from Carmine. Wow. It's pretty well known. That I've got, like, that's when he started playing. Like He just like beats the shit <laughs> out of everything. I've seen him play live a really? few times, and it's one of these things where you just can't take your eyes off of him. But I think he's kind of a shitty guy. You know what I mean? This is well, I've it's, just got... I'm, I'm only on page... Too, I'm on page 14, and he's admitting sexual assault as a teenager. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's... You know, it's yes. kind of a dirty. Those were the old Such days. Such a good though. musician. Those were the old days. Wow. Um, he's had weird plastic surgery, and and I swear he. Yeah. Because I was following him on Twitter because I I, lo- I love his playing, wow. and I and I've like been a fan. Like I met him when I was yeah. like twelve or something, and I got him to sign some records. There's but, some pictures of him at the back. You'll see you'll see his weird plastic surgery. But on Twitter, Sorry. he's like <laughs> tweeting uh, like Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, is he one of those? Yeah. Oh my god, well, okay, he's changed. Yeah, he's a weird f- guy. Uh, you get to talk to him, though. He's coming on the show, yeah. Because you do all these guys, all uh, these rock and rollers. Well, yeah, I guess so. The ones that have, not the, the ones that have done drugs are the best ones, because they're... We had Mike Love on from the Beach Boys. Where do you stand on Mike Love? There's a stand. off? There's a thank you. Is that off? This is, this, this is on. You know, we had uh, Al Jardine and David and Marks. David Marks, yeah. We tried to get Mike Love to do a voice, but he, he knocked it. it back. Don't tell me you're worried about what pe- what what you what your opinion on Mike Love is. You know, I just wouldn't want somebody to think that I felt that his creative output dwindled uh, from the '70s onward. Yeah. So I just, I'm not going to go on record. I think he's got. I think he's gotten better with age. Uh, you you did have Al Jardine and David Marks on. Yeah. The Beach Boys theme running through. Why? Well, we had this list of people, of a wish list of sort of um, aging rock and rollers that we were kind of fans of or yeah. thought would be interesting that people haven't tapped into yet that weren't necessarily cool. They're sort of in the, you know, no, no disrespect, but there's a difference between getting Brian Wilson yes. and Al Jardine. Yeah. Like, Brian Wilson is sort of like... The cool kids know yeah. about Brian Wilson. We didn't want Brian. Though. No, we wanted no. we wanted Al. We wanted Al, Al Jardine blanked me at an airport once. I asked. I, I wanted to get an auto. I saw him at an airport, and I very rarely go up to people, but I saw him. I got very nervous because I'm a huge Beach Boys yeah. fan, and I went up to him, and he had his back to me. I went, "Excuse me, Mr. Jardine," and uh, he dropped his shoulders and sighed, and turned around and said, "Yeah, what do you want?" <laughs> and I went, "I just want to say thank you for the music, sir," like a, like an idiot. Would. And what did he say? 
He said, yeah. Okay. And that was it. That's that was it. And I said that to Paul Williams a couple weeks ago, and he had the exact same thing. Really? Thank, thank you for your great work. And he was like, well, thank you. And then he wanted to talk. Oh, Ooh. well, but he had a better reaction than Al Jardine did. Yeah. yeah. Our encounter with Al Jardine nice. was maybe one of the strangest encounters I've ever had. He was, for those who don't know, he was in Decca as he was the environment, he was like a hippie environmentalist. Yeah. Trying to save the planet. Yeah. And we, we were trying to track him down. We took our producer, like, months to get him to, like, kind of agree to a maybe. And we met with him the day before we were going to shoot. And he was just like, what do you want me to do? What, can we do it at my house up in Big Sur? Because <laughs> <laughs> he hated L.A. Yeah. He hated it. And he was like, I know everyone thinks we're like the Beach Boys. We love fun and sun. and and L.A. and everything. I hate it here. I hate the traffic. The traffic. He was just I miserable. can't do this again. I can't. When is this going to be? Yeah. It's going to be. Well, I can't. Oh, I can't so did you go to his house day. then? No, no. We convinced him. We actually moved the schedule to make it so that he would yeah. shoot the next day. Um, and we would get him out of there. Then he warmed up. And he's a really nice, sweet guy. Yeah. And we got him to talk dirt on, uh, you know, Dr. Landy. He and was all the happy rest. to just. He just started telling. Like, fun stories. Like, so when we recorded Pet Sounds, wow. this is the book. But then also <laughs> stories about Dr. Landy yeah. and Mike Love and everything else. <laughs> Uh, it, it, uh, David Marks is in it, and uh, as we'll, we'll stop talking about the Beach Boys in a minute, but um, uh, it is one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. David Marks, who's quite an obscure figure even in Beach Boys yeah, mythology, yeah, yeah. but inspires Decker to give everything another go and find his purpose. Well, my original idea, because I, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw Brian Wilson at the Hollywood Bowl, yeah. and on stage was was uh, Blondie Chapman. Chapman? Chaplin. Chaplin. Blondie Chaplin, who, from where I was looking, I thought was a dead ringer for Lou Reed. Like, he looked like Lou Reed. He does look like Lou Reed. So I thought, why don't we have... What if we got Blondie Chaplin to play Lou Reed in the show? (laughs) And he... And Lou Reed was the guy that turns Decker onto rock and roll, which made sense. So Blondie... uh, We didn't get it. We couldn't work it out with Blondie, but... But he that agreed, led to David Marks. Yeah, that then that led to David Marks, who Blondie replaced. Not really, Blondie kind of. David Marks played with the Beach Boys for one album or something. Right? Well, he he played. Oh, we will talk about your show in a minute. He played on like the first three albums, I think. So some of the biggest, like Surfing Safari and Surfing USA, I think that's him. Well, were they, were, were they playing on those tracks, or yeah. was yeah, that yeah, the okay. Those. okay? David Marks was like lead guitar on some of that. But then he, well, he was like 14. Yeah. Then he took acids and yeah. disappeared for a while. He lived with um, Warren Zevon. He was like, he yeah, really? he was like, like good, good buddies. Wow. I assume like did a lot of terrible things together. Yeah, yeah. A lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> drugging. A lot of drugging. We should talk about your show. Yeah. We'll come back to the Beach Boys. Let's park those. Well, we were trying to get, I was just end of the Beach Boys, and we were trying to get Mike Love yeah. a couple times. And the last final episode of the of the season, we were trying to get him, and he blew us off. So we got Todd Rundgren instead. That's pretty good too. Todd Rundgren's cool. He's another kind of space cadet, isn't he? He almost falls into that Brian Wilson category where the cool yeah. kids are like, well, "I love Todd Rundgren." Yeah. Todd Rundgren's cool. Sort of out of our league, you'd think of the on cinema Decker world, but. Anyways, um, a lot of the guys we were trying to get were dying. That was the other strange thing is that we, we were in 
we actually had the ear of Paul Kantner's people, and they're like, Paul has the script, he's reading it, <laughs> and then two days later, wow. he's dead. And we had Don McLean, American Pie, yeah. so interested. Alive, but in jail for beating his wife up. <laughs> yeah. The curse of Decker. Glenn Fry, Glenn Fry. Yeah. we were out to him, yeah. and he died like two weeks. I mean, there, was, there were like four of them. Yeah. Maybe don't ask any more heritage musicians on the show. I think that's the thing. We just Lewis yesterday. Listen, man, I love both of you, and I feel a little bit weird kind of sitting here because I've kind of got, I've got a man crush on both of you. I think you're both very powerful, attractive men, okay? And I, it is true. And let's, so that's out there, and we're just leaving. It's true. Um... I'm coming to the show. Uh, what can I expect? What is the live show? Well, it's us doing stand-up comedy that we've been doing for... Well, Greg's been doing it as Neil Hamburger for 20 years. Hang on a minute. Neil Hamburger's not a real person. I'm following a fake person on Twitter. This is... They're all fake on Twitter. What is everybody real? you're following? <laughs> They're all bots. It's all a bunch of bots. Um, but... The only one that's real is Bette Midler. That's a totally authentic account. She's the only one. She's very sincere. I don't think it's fun to explain, you know, what's, no, what, what it is or what's funny about it, because then you start either sounding like an asshole well. or <laughs> uh, you start lying. But um, Then don't. Then don't. Yeah, I was just doing the, you know, tell us, but don't if you don't want. It's whatever it is. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? It's a bunch of. It's an attempt to entertain. Jackassery. Uh, it's what we would personally find f funny yeah. if we went out to a nightclub for a night of entertainment, and since nobody's putting that on, then we have to do it. It doesn't mean everyone else would find I'll it. I'll say that I was a fit before becoming friends with with uh, Greg and his character Neil Hamburger. I would go seek him out and see him in the yeah. clubs years ago, and it was one of the only comedians where I would physically like scream and jump up and down during his set because yeah. it was it was a it was a just the strongest hardest I've I've laughed at anything in my life. Uh, and then there'd be people um, walking out too. So oh, that's the joy. Of, that's the joy of these things. Are the great ones where it splits the audience. There's a brilliant comedian over here called Jerry Sadowitz, who um, he's he's incredible. And and there will within the first minute, people are getting up saying, "I'm not sticking around for this." And it's wonderful because you don't. You get when you. I don't really go and see stand-up comedy anymore because I'm tired of people doing their tight twenty and yeah. you know all that. I want. I want to feel something. You've been to Britain. This is your first time, Tim, and you've been here before. With Eric, I've been. We've done a few. We've done shows okay. here, but okay. as a solo artist uh, doing stand-up, it's my first time here. You, you've done the I think this is my fifth run at right. the Soho. Oh wow! Like I've come here many times because it's just it's the best doing the show in yeah. the same room every night for many nights. Yeah. Because certain things disintegrate. And certain things get stronger, yeah. and it just every show will be will be pretty different. I think. Yeah. You know, we're doing two weeks of shows, and we're gonna figure out what's connecting better, and then trying new things, and uh, it's gonna be fun. And you sometimes do. you get the night where you're just like, "Fuck, I'm not in the mood for this," and then you just roll the dice with something Take completely. Out. People get their money back Red if they're board. not 100 percent. Uh, satisfied. 100%. Yeah, that's and I recommend they challenge the theater on that too. Yeah. Just I, I I know it's not in the theater's best interest that I say this, but just lie and yeah. say 
I didn't have a good time. You'll get your money back and two free tickets to another. Eighty-five percent satisfied, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. not. No, we're hundred percent satisfied. You're doing um, a screening as well of on cinema, at the cinema. Yeah. You, we're doing are you something? <laughs> you don't know. I've just seen that you're doing it. Yeah, we're going to show something. We might show a movie called Mr. Baseball, which uh, is a big, really funny movie, really great movie from the '90s, uh -huh. '80s or '90s, starring Tom Selleck. So we would come out, say, "Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Selleck and Mr. Baseball," and we'll leave. Yeah. And when the movie's over, we'll come back and say, "Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. Good night." That's what we're planning. And you can charge people for that. That's genius, man. Well, people are. No one's ever complained. Oh, on cinema at the cinema is. I, f I f love it. It is so deliciously yeah. awkward to watch. It's just awkward. What, what, how, how, I mean, I, I don't want you to deconstruct it too much, but how do you, do you, do you write it? Do you sit there and just improvise it? A little bit of both. We, um, we talk about what we want the season to, where we want the season to go yeah. and some of the themes and some of the plot points um, and we have that kind of outlined out for each episode and then we just improvise it for lack of a better word and do it a couple times you know and and then yeah then our, our one our editors make it yeah. our, you know the editor Sasha uh, tends to make it what, what I think he's the reason it's great <laughs> but because we just if he could make a, a cut that's the same length of each episode that's just um, us laughing the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's able to eliminate these mid-sentence <laughs> yeah. sort of things, but you watch it and you'd never guess yeah. that we're just children. Yeah. <laughs> can't control Do you really have a, such a huge, extensive film no, collection? I don't. Oh, man. I've never seen any Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, these are mine. Okay. Well, what's funny is Greg has found a book what was it called? The Film Journal? Film Buffs film Checklist. <laughs> the Film Buffs Checklist that he had when he was a kid. And it's all like, it's like mini Greg Turkington where he's got it yeah. all filled out. and He's got stars and like certain check marks and stuff. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Uh, so you've not seen all these films. I'm, dis I'm disappointed. I mean, the ones that we're reviewing, see, we shoot 10 episodes in a day. Yeah. And so we're having to look at the release schedule of the studios and speculate basically yeah. which works for our characters because we're such shallow <laughs> incompetent film reviewers <laughs> so it would be bad if people were able to figure out these guys never saw it they're just speculating yeah. it's better if they just think these guys are shitty yeah uh, and speak and oftentimes oftentimes uh we'll review a movie and then the studio because we're getting these advance we're just going on imdb and typing in like what's coming out in yeah. march you know <laughs> and oftentimes the studios will push something <laughs> to next year or something and so we'll have a review of some movie, you know, The Maze Runner or something that that just had never come out and came out like a year later. So it's like, how did you guys get to see that? <laughs> the other thing is like sometimes we'll review a movie and and the you know you do that we're doing ten in a day we're not really thinking about the movies and then weeks later we're I'm driving down the road with my wife and there's a billboard for some movie and she's like, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know, I've never heard of it. it looks horrible she's like you've never heard of that you reviewed it you reviewed it yesterday i love the use of green screen uh -huh. in what, what do you mean sorry you mean well come on um in both on cinema and in decca it's just 
it's so deliciously bad. And I've been, I've been trying to get my listeners to watch. Um, is Decca shown over here legitimately? Well, we, were, we were trying to figure that out. It, 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 might, it might be on Fox or something. Fox, yeah. I, Fox channel over here? I'm going to look know. it up. But it does seem, from what I hear from fans, it does seem they make it difficult to, yeah. act, to watch it, um, which is a shame. Because Where did you see these? Yeah, somewhere on on Fox. <laughs> um, they're on. I mean, they are online on Hooky website. That's where I saw them. You know, um, like a torrenty kind of thing or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. whatever. Outside of, I'm a big anti-torrent guy yeah, yeah. in the states. But I, I, what can I say? If they're going to make it hard for you, that hard for you to watch, Hang on, maybe they're making it easy for us. Decker unsealed Thursday midnight Fox UK. Oh, there we go. Well, in that case. I apologise for stealing from your children's um, mouths. That's, I just uh, want to see how far behind these are because it's they don't they haven't seen well whatever I don't know we'll show it we'll show it's them not right. on DVD is it no I don't think we're gonna I don't think DVDs are no they're not a thing people thing are either. yeah so anyways yeah it's a it's a great show. It is a great show. It is. It's hilarious. It is one of the funniest things um, that I've seen in, in, in ages. And it obviously has a huge cult following. Cult, a- is ages that? Ages means decades, right? <laughs> yeah, forever. It's, like the, it's the funniest thing I've seen ever. There you go. Fox? It's happening yeah, here. Okay, there you go. Oh, it's all I don't even know that Fox is a ch- was a oh, channel. Fox it's TV. cable, I guess. <laughs> okay. By the way, I love television in the in the uk though i love bbc i love last night i watched two hours of tv and it was all great tv some documentary about these two guys walking from russia to iran Mm -hmm. it's fantastic wow no commercials well i on the flip side of this i was here a couple times back and tuned into this channel it was a numbered channel i don't remember but they had a documentary on uh intimacy mm. supposedly wow but they'd actually put it was such bullshit they actually put a camera on the head of a guy's penis <laughs> and, then, and then and it was like it was such a sketchy premise oh, for, like they had this it was, it was almost a joke like they had this psychologist yeah. you know intimacy is very important in a marital relationship oh, and then it was just like so, this you, thrusting internal and then, and, then, and then it was just like soft core scenes of like it was what channel would do that? There's a channel. Channel here. five, maybe. Yeah. Channel five might do that. I'm obsessed with. Um, have you seen Naked and Afraid? Yeah, yeah. Man alive, that is the. I'm. I just bought all the box sets of that. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's, it, it's the most incredible show. Yeah, it's pretty smart. The thing we have. <laughs> we have. We have a thing over here on on Channel Four, which is done as like a sort of sciency show. It's called uh, Naked Attraction. And you'll have, for example, a woman, and there'll be five men in pods, and you can't see them. And then the pods come up, and you see their dicks. And so she goes, I like that one. That one's, that's too big. I don't like the color of that one. Then it goes up, and you see their torsos. And she goes, well, I like... And then you see, you think she takes them out, and then she picks one. To, to have a date with the television audience see the, pe- the penis yeah yeah we see the penis and then and then they might have ladies in the pods so you'll see the vaginas yeah. um, and and they sort of sell it as though it's a scientific show they'll go well you know this thing I was talking about too this is on, on, no, there's no camera on the end of a penis so right. this, that's, that's I mean it's even worse in yeah. a way if it's just a, do they do they have cutaways to just the penis yeah, that yeah, fills yeah. your screen oh yeah yeah <laughs> 
And, and someone, she'll, she will go, I don't like that penis, let's get rid of number one. And number one will come out and she, he'll come over naked and they'll shake hands and he'll just say, I'm sorry, I didn't like your penis. That is, you, this is, what channel is this? Channel 4. Channel 4. Naked uh, late, late at night? It's on at 11. Oh my God. I think it That's was, fantastic. I think it's on a we got to have a Thursday. party and yeah. watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday is it still or Friday? Friday. Yeah, 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 it's still on. Oh, and they yeah. do it, it's all science-y. I have to write that down. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, yeah. It's, it's terrible. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so, uh, I'll let you go in a minute, um, uh, but I'm fanboying out. Uh, so, Decker is, season three is finished. Any, any more for any more? Any, um, yeah, I hope so. I think so. I yeah. think we're, um, we've got more ideas. It's, it's such a fun thing for us to do. Yeah. It's so fun. The, it's the most, it's a just great little crew we all just get along really well and uh was it frankie valley's brother in there right. yeah yeah it? yeah i thought it was al pacino's brother as i was watching it no, that's and a then good idea we gotta find out if he's got a brother we had a lead on pacino remember for, for yeah. what role was that oh it might have been for that role that frankie valley was in <laughs> or uh, bobby valley <laughs> he passed but but he considered it did he Al Pacino really? passed? Wow. Yeah. Passed away? No, he no. passed on the show. But. I think Al Pacino's ripe because you see the <laughs> movies he does. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, his yeah. direct-to-DVD crap movies. I mean, I'm sure people are paying a lot. But I want to get one of these guys. I want to get one of these, like, Nicholson, Pacino, one of these legends. Because I think they might dig the show. Yeah, I think yeah. they might think it's funny and easy to do and, you know, you know. Why not? Let's come out, come out and have and and play. Can you set it up? I, can, I, uh, I, can't. I had a friend who was in a film with Al Pacino, and he was in uh, he was stood next to Al Pacino, and he had his his character, my friend Mackenzie, was his character was twiddling the hat, and in the middle of the scene, Al Pacino stopped and went, "Will you stop moving that?" hat and then carried on again oh. so you, that's the kind of person you, you're, you'll be working with yeah alright well feisty I'd like to talk I'd like to dress him down a little bit you know what Al shut the f- <laughs> just do the f- line man say the f- line is that so hard <laughs> uh, and uh, Tim and Eric 10th anniversary yeah the special coming out it's coming happening. out in a week a week after Decker airs ends, or a week from today, yeah. a week from tomorrow, uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, we got back and just did this awesome show special um, that we were kind of unsure of if we were going to be able to capture that magic, yeah. whatever it was. And you saw it. Fantastic. Was it fantastic? It's just like old times. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's like nothing's changed. It's very, they don't even look older. No. The truth is, we shot it ten years ago and put it in the can, knowing we'll need this. Yeah. I was quite late coming to the Tim and Eric party, but I, I, I discovered it a couple of years ago. I just devoured it, you know, and I, yeah. I did buy the DVDs there. I just devoured it, and the, uh, the, the movie is just so wrong. Yeah. On, it, and it just keeps getting wronger. I mean, the scene where he's in the bath and he's being on by the kids, it's, that's... That's dark. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt. But like, it's fun. Yeah, it felt very much like not that dark to us. Wow. wow. Um, it just felt silly because <laughs> That's surprising. it didn't feel like it was real life. It wasn't like people, kids are gonna sh- on some so old. Eric's man. in the bath being shit on by six kids while you're having sex with his girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. and that didn't feel dark. <laughs> not compared well, to naked attraction. No, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, listen, man, it's nice to meet you both. You too. Um, I'll see if I can get Al Pacino um, on board. Are you going to really talk to Carmine? Yeah, any messages for Carmine? What can you say? I love his drumming. I mean, great, great drummer. We love your drumming, man. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Got mundo. <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, gin soaked boys. Oh three four. I'm live. It's eleven forty six. I'm back. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Guests coming up soon. David Hamilton maybe this week, um, and Jeremy Vine maybe next week, which would be cool. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. David Badcock. Yeah, Badcock. Da- David Badcock. Yes. Good evening. Right. Yep. But, yeah, but it, it is bad cop. Less of the attitude, if you don't mind. Well, um, yeah, recently I've, I've tried to be a bit more light-hearted. Okay, just a little bit, little bit. Okay, most of the callers tonight have had um, what can only be described as a cob on, and I'm not quite sure why. I'm peed off. Why is that? Because um, I, I think with me being a bit more light-hearted recently, it's. It's made people think that they can be silly on the on the social medias. Oh no! Are people taking the mick out of you and your ghost hunting? Yep, yep. That's and I, terrible. And I, I went onto both Facebook and Twitter today, and I yep. said, "Right, you lot. Yep. Um, I'm sick of this. You know, I, I, I just want people who are interested in my paranormal investigation. Uh, and so, you know, who, who's in it? Who's with me? Right." Would you like some of the replies? Um, if 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 you can read them, if you you, you know what words we can and can't say, right? This one's from Simon. Yep. Hi, Badcock. Spelled my name wrong. Yeah. I actually think that I'm a ghost for several reasons. Yeah. So I'm thinking, right? Here we go. Number one, it makes me hard every time I think of ghosts. Oh. Mm. Number two, when I touch myself vigorously, ectoplasm comes out. Oh, no, no, no. Right, right. Um, Ed Meadham. Yep. Badcock. Have you ever fingered someone from the other side? Steady on, steady on, come on. Well, I had to put up with this. Yeah, I know, but we don't have to. No. Go on. This was on Twitter. Okay. I like to get bummed by ghosts. Okay, but I'd that's out. that's enough. That's 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 in that's enough of that. Although it if you enough. if you enough. if you go on Facebook now, you you'll see that some um, I've, I've just written a um, uh, a, a comment. Um, so um, which is of a similar um, theme. It's quite fun actually sending you abuse. Maybe, and I don't condone trolling, and I don't condone uh, 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 online uh, bullying. I think that's awful. But 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 but. Maybe we all need a universal hate figure. Such a strong phrase, isn't it? Just someone that we can all point the finger at and laugh. A universal clown. There we go. That's better. Now that Bruce Forsyth is gone and Jerry Lewis has passed away, uh, we need a universal clown. And maybe that could be you, David. 
You think I'm a knobber and ghosts aren't, aren't ghosts are made up? Sorry? Your Facebook post, you've called me a knobber. I think, I, I'll read it for you. I think you're a knobber and ghosts are made up, you twonk. Well, and I, I feel better, you're... I feel better for having done that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not some kind of pincushion for you're knobbers. An, you're an insult pinata. Well, I'll tell, tell you what, I, I can fight, I can give as good as I get. Go on then. Yeah. You're a willy. Okay, well that's, um, that's rude. Well, and, 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 uh, uh yeah. you, you, you spell your name wrong. Um, it's funny you should mention that. I got a letter, I spell my name the Scottish way, the correct way. I got a letter right. from a Scotsman today and he spelt my name wrong. Well, well, I don't know what's right and what's right and wrong. Well, the I-A-I-N is the correct way. Anyway, 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 um, here's, uh, here's the thing. Have you, did you see Big Brother tonight? I'm not watching that tribe. Oh, you should have watched it, because I know you've got beef with the Cora, right? Cora. He, um, he was wearing some budgie smugglers this evening. You know, the very tight, high-cut swimming trunks that were popular in the 1970s with macho men. Christ. Yeah, he was wearing some of those, and it really was, it was a sight to behold. Tell me this, thing. Could could you see his helmet? Sorry, thanks very much for calling, David. That's that. Thanks very much for calling. I mean, <clears throat> dear me, hang on. I apologise for uh, for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Don't forget, you can listen to D, uh, Talk Radio on DAB on uh, downloading the Talk Radio app, uh, also online at talkradio.co.uk. Um, and uh, we do a daily podcast. Why don't you go and get it? I, I've, 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 not, I've, I've not got past the first sentence of the killer robot story. I, is, it worth, is it worth me diving back in? I don't, um, I don't know if I should or not. Maybe I should. Oh, dear. What a cheeky yawn. Oh, no. Mm, mm, okay, my computer wants to restart itself. That's um, that's all right. Let's go to... Let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Hello. Hello. You, uh, um, you know Back to the Future? Back to the Future, yeah, the film. The movie, yes. I've, uh, yes, it's a great film. Yeah. Watched it with my kids yeah, recently. You know that car, the... 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 The what? The which? Is it de- what's the car in it? Delorean. The Delorean, yes. Yeah, I love Please, for then. the love of all that is holy, turn your radio off, man. What one? The one that's the, all of them. Oh, okay, hold on. Right. There's quite a lot of radios in here. How many radios have you got on? Uh, oh, that's that one. Uh, a bit of audio over here, but turn off. Right, that's it. Oh, oh, just turn that one back. Right, that's it, OK? Right, yeah. Right, uh, what I was going to say, yeah, that car, where can I get one? A DeLorean? Yeah, one that needs doing up a little bit. Um, I reckon, I reckon you could um, probably get one on eBay. Shall we have a look on eBay and see if we can get you one? Can you, yeah? Yeah, I, I, yeah but having said that, yeah. I think one what needs a bit of work are probably about £15,000, twenty grand. Right, well, I'm not paying for it, so I, I couldn't care less. Uh, yeah, but should we start a fund? 
You can start. I'm James Bond. Here we go. Here we go. There's flipping heck. What? There's a... Right. There's because a... I'll tell you, you know why? Because I think cars should be kept off the road and stuck to the sky. Okay. There's one right, here... That's my philosophy. Okay. There's one here that's been made up to look like the car in Back to the Future. Yeah. Have a guess how much it's, they want for it. Put about five grand. No, go up a little bit more. Ten. Up a, up a wee bit more. Twelve. Sixty-five thousand pounds. Oh, you joke. Well, it's not even a real one. Well, I mean, it's a DeLorean, but it doesn't go back in time, if that's what you 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 mean by real. Uh, oh, it's got gold wings and that on it, yeah? I don't know what that means, so I'm going to say... Doors. Doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that's not made up to look like the Back to the Future car. It's it's a DeLorean, um, and it's got the doors... That's... that's, Gold wings, yeah. That's £34,000. Oh, that'd do me nicely. Yeah, stop. That's not so bad, is it? That's why I went in with the more pricey one first. Let's have a little whip round then for that, shall we? Well, you can start um, a GoFundMe thing or, yeah. or uh, um uh you can either do a gofundme thing that's more for charities but you know well my charity this yeah. Story, yeah oh sure 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 or you could do um um like um like the crowdfunding sites where where you know people can just donate money yeah what about one of them bowling around london with blooming talk radio on it that, Ooh, that, there's an idea for you uh to say me driving it just, just say the um, idea again. Me driving it around the town city, yeah. Yes. With talk radio on the side of it. Um. Okay. Well, you're not going to get any money for that. Well, it's pretty advertising, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I'm not going to pay a drunk to drive a car around because it could be horrendous. Ah, oh, that's okay then. Well, you're going to let me have a drink then? Well, not while you're driving, Andre. No! Oh, oh, all right, not when I'm driving. When I finish work, yeah, when I finish driving about. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, Andre. Yeah, thank you very much. There we go. I mean, has anyone got any idea um, what is going on now uh, on the show? Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm oh, good, thank you, Stephen. I was wondering when tag was. Is it the 3rd? Sunday, the 3rd of September, at 3pm, Speaker's Corner, Hyde Park. Well, what I was wondering was, I'm travelling from Brighton. Yes. If there's anyone that'd like to share the train with me. Um, that's not, that's not normally how um, shared journeys work, is it? Well, no, but I was just wondering if anyone's going that way, would they like to to, to go up? with you? All right. Well, that sounds um, uh, that sounds like a, 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 a nice thing. So you're coming all the way from Brighton to come and play tag. Of course, I am. Beautiful, beautiful, Stephen. I'm not. I'm not missing this for the world. It is gonna be now. And loads of people are getting in touch saying, "Oh, that there's a film coming out about tag," and there's like in America they're starting. Um, to uh, do like competitive tag, uh, we 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 did it first, Stephen. We did it first. No, we started it and we'll finish it. We we I I'll finish you off if you come. <laughs> not like you probably will. Not like that, mate. For goodness' sakes, get a grip. <laughs> yeah, not like that. Um... <laughs> All right, I'll see you on the third. See you then, mate. Take care. If anyone wants to get contact and they want to travel from Brighton up to London then I'm happy to share the train with him. Stephen, thank you very much. It makes it sound like he's going to split the cost, but, um... 
I don't think he is. Thank you, Stephen. Look forward to that. Wow, people coming up from Brighton to come and play tag with us. Wowzers, you're all invited. You're all invited. Come along, Sunday the 3rd of September. We did it before. We'll record bits of it. Uh, we won't, you know, do a whole hour on the radio like we did before. Did that ever go out as a podcast? I don't know if it did or not. When Kath comes back, we'll we'll get on that and we'll put that out of uh, uh, as a podcast because um, it was an absolute joy. People go, kids are welcome. Everybody's welcome. Come along, bring refreshments, bring you know snacks and food and stuff. If it's not, weather's nice, have a little picnic. Be beautiful. Another hour of this to go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. My name's Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative. You're listening to Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Blah blah blah. Words for fifteen seconds to get us up to the news. Blah blah. blah. If it's not important, blah, 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 blah. say whatever you want. Doesn't matter. Normally do a spiel about calling in, but what's the point? Just did it, so carry on talking, and then we go in the news. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. Somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. An open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine 0344-499-1000 This is the Late Night Alternative Every weeknight from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio DAB app and of course online at www.talkradio.co.uk um, If you're waiting for the hook, the question um, It doesn't work like this on this show I kind of sit here and talk rubbish And you are welcome to call in about absolutely anything uh, you want Whether it's something I'm talking about or something you want to talk about So far we've been dominated by killer robots And if anything, I would say tonight's show has been the most intellectual show That we've we've ever done here the most, in- and just let it be noted that the most intellectual show took place when Catherine wasn't present. I'm- Is there a connection? Who could possibly say? Let's go to Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hello, <laughs> this is Joe, man. How are you? Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? I'm cool, man. Listen, I'm cool. Um, how did the coffee uh, withdrawal thingy go? It mate, I'm off the caffeine. I haven't had caffeine for three, uh, three or four days, and I'm fine. Oh. 
Oh, but you was having a sneaky half shot one you in the I, afternoon. I, I was having with. sneaky. Yeah, I, I didn't come off completely. <laughs> yeah, I did. You crafty old sod. You crafty sod. <laughs> I had sneaky half shots, but I wasn't, they weren't, I mean, they weren't sneaky, I wasn't <laughs> pretending. Wow, you sound like a junkie, Ian. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Excellent, keep going. But, go, but go um, on, I, going. I haven't, I don't have the half shots anymore, I'm done, it's all caffeine free. Okay. Oh? Alright. Have you, what, what are you having instead? I'm having decaffeinated coffee. Oh, uh, mate, no, no, just no. Sorry? No, no, don't be silly, Ian. Come on, man, you're a sensible geezer. Decaf. Just, just, that's ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's like having an ice cream that don't taste of ice cream. No, it does, but no, 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 but here's the thing. It <laughs> tastes... You're a junkie. It, it you're tastes... a junkie and you can't let it go, Ian. <laughs> it isn't tastes... it? You're a junkie, come on. <laughs> Hands up in the air. Stop us a manny chow on. There's a junkie in the house. <laughs> No, but it tastes. It tastes. It tastes of coffee. Your analogy doesn't. Shut up, for God's sakes, man! It tastes of coffee. Leave it alone completely. You just have to have like non-heroin heroin. Listen, mate. Get yourself some mixed spice, like it's a jar. What? Or a packet of it. It's just what? called mixed spice. What, smoke it? Yeah, yeah, no, have it in your milk, Ian. Uh, well, have, like, a chai. So, and I'm, do you know what I mean? Spice like in, my, in milk? What yeah, the yeah, hell yeah. are you like? That's not a drink. That's a oh, punishment. Yeah. Nah, I'll tell you what, mate, it's stunning. If you make it properly, and it's absolutely stunning, mate. I, you know when you said, well, I, if I drink too much coffee, do you know what I mean? It gets late. At night, I knock up a chai, man. Stunning. Chai, you absolute belly. Chai. Where were we? Where were we? Okay, you're a junkie. There's a junkie in the house. So, um, so yes, Steve, man. Oh, can I share a train with Steve, please? Sorry. Can I share the train with Steve, please? Scare the train with Steve. Oh, share the train with Brighton. Do you live in Brighton? No, I live um um Gomshaw, so I'm halfway. Halfway. Yeah, well, I've no way of getting you in touch with Stephen, but you'll, you, you, you know, you'll, you'll be very welcome to share a, a train with him. Okay. If he leaves a clue, then as to what time, <laughs> what, what train is now, I'll hook up with him. <laughs> cool, man. Where would you like cool. him to leave a clue? Um, 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 oh. uh, in, in, um, yeah. in a, oh, in gosh. a hollowed out tree trunk somewhere. Okay, Ian. what they used to call a dead letterbox. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, man. I yeah, used yeah. to, um, read books on, um, when I was a kid on, like, spying and dead letterboxes and stuff, yeah, right? Man. Isn't it? But. <laughs> shut up! Will you shut up? Sorry. Please, for the... Just uh, say hello to... Hang on a minute. Put, put him back. I'll take him straight <laughs> I'm away. Not, I'm going to leave you in. You've changed, man. You've no, changed. Shut up. Oh, Le- you've changed. Le- oh, right. You've changed. Joe, say hello to Andre. Uh, hey, Andre. Hello, oh, hey, how are you doing? You're from years ago, is not you, when Ian was at LBC? No. No? Okay, okay. No, no not me. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. what I was going to say, were you asking what the parking facilities are like there? I park... Probably really expensive. Yeah, so I, I want to go up there, yeah, and I don't know where to park. Oh. Okay, Can you no. ask him? No, he's, 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 he's boxed me off any because I've called him out because he's a junkie, he's a coffee junkie. Oh, yeah, he's a decent bloke. Huh? 
Nah, I, I might have a beer up there while I'm up there. Are you going up there? Well, yeah, I think so. I'd like to. Well, there's Stephen Goose to pick me up. <laughs> what, with, with a train? What, with our train? <laughs> train, I'm yeah, man, no worries, no worries. <laughs> All right, <laughs> train? What's that, pardon? Anyway, what are you going to do today? Yeah. Yeah, train. I've got rid of him. Yeah. He was he was boring me. Um, oh, cool. So you're going to yeah. go and play tag? Yeah, but, but hang on. Can we get back to Ian? Yes. On a serious note, because I've been thinking about you, right? You mentioned metazapine the other night. Yeah. Right. Okay, but briefly. Ian, there's something called the Goldilocks effect, where too much is too much yeah. and too little is too little. I take it, Ian, right? But half the one does the trick. Hang on, where too much is too... How is that the goal? That's just science. Where too much is too much and too little is too little. No, in relation to side effects, Ian. So if if you'd have, like, a milligram less or two milligrams less... Yes. The side effects might be, you know, X amount, percentage... The side effects of my metazapine are I've put on a lot of weight and I, 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 I find it very, very difficult to um yeah i heard yeah 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 to to finish off yeah and also you it, it, it led you to develop like a self-flagellation by reducing your coffee by half hey did you have a nice wooden cross to nail yourself to at night Ian? thanks very much for calling joe go and have a nice love chai you. love you love you <laughs> oh man the, the, i was so relieved when i saw who was it it's one of the kids in the hall doing um dave um i can't remember his name dave from kids in the hall you know and uh, he did a stand-up routine i watched it on netflix i think i think the kids in the hall is so funny it's, he did it it's like a new one in, in the last year or so and i watched it about a year ago and he comes on and he talks about um being on antidepressants and he says Do you know the side effect of antidepressants i can't ejaculate and i went oh wow that yeah that no one had ever said that before um follow that kyle Oh, I'll do my best, Ian. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Joe's calls always lift me. And no one else could call me a junkie and make me laugh so much. <laughs> I'm all do right. You, do you, do, I was going to say, do you, feel, do you feel drained after it, or...? After Joe's calls? No, I feel, I feel good. It's a weird thing. You've asked I am, and well, let's have a 30-second check-in. I'm up and down. I've had more ups recently than I've had in a long time, like feeling really positive and good. Um, but interestingly enough, when I went to... I've been really busy, and I find that work, and, and particularly creative work, helps keep me on, up, on and up. And then yesterday... Was it? Yeah, yesterday when I went into town to um, to interview um, Tim and, and, and Greg, and I got there early, so I sat around the corner for half an hour, just sat there, and it was the weirdest thing, Kyle. I just felt myself sinking into the seat, you know, physically and spiritually. And I texted a friend saying, "Oh, I feel because um, I'm trying not to say it on Twitter because I'm realising I'm really boring on Twitter. Going, oh, I feel miserable. I want to kill myself. I hate the show." So I'm trying to text a friend and I, I texted them and said, I'm, I'm, I'm sinking and I know that I'm sinking and I just want to check in and say that I'm sinking. And, um, so I'm a bit wobbly at the moment, Carl, a bit wobbly, but I've had some ups and I've not had ups for ages. So that is something to cling on to. Ups are always good. There we go. Um, anyway, what, what you got for us, boss? Well, it's, uh, it's a bit bizarre because I, I was looking, uh, based on your, uh, your, your robots team earlier. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't find anything uh, relevant to ring in about. However, no. I thought to uh, my friend Chloe. She was like, oh, have you seen, have you seen this story? Hang on a minute. Chloe? Right. And your name's yeah. Kyle? Yeah. Those are very similar names. 
do you think? Kyle, Chloe, Kyle, Chloe. They're they're almost. Is is are you like um? Who's that? What's that film with that um uh the psychopath um is his mum? Psycho, psycho. Yeah. Are you like the psychopath in Psycho? And Chloe is your mum. Possibly. Okay. All right. If I've, if I've got a little bit too close to the, uh, if I've got a little bit too close to the true story, Carl, please don't kill me in a shower. No, no, no. I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather stay away from that. That's all right. Yeah, I would yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So uh, it was a report about uh, an inventor in Rill, yes. fantastic Will, yeah. uh, Rill even, well, um, yeah. who apparently designed this uh, robot in his car, like a sat nav type thing. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, which could, uh, oh, I'll try and say polite, tug, tug him off. Um, a sat-nav that can tug you off? Well, it says here. I've, I've got the story. Well, got where the is it? Story here. So it's a, an amateur inventor was uh, burned by the white heat of technology when his homemade sex robot made him crash his car. So he was doing it while he was driving! Dirty! Well, what? Where is that? Where did you get that? This is the best story I've, uh, in the world! Well, I'd, I'd, I'd suspect it was in the uh, the uh, the Sunday. Uh, what's it called? The um, sports Sunday sports. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the? Um, because um, there was a story in the sport about an old a pensioner that was selling homemade scrumpy cider. You know, sometimes you see, like, you drive past in the countryside, you'll drive past a house, and outside it will say pot plants for sale or jam for sale, right? And this mm-hmm. was scrumpy cider. It had these big sort of gallon jars of, 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 you know, this yellow stuff. But it wasn't scrumpy cider. It was his wee. Oh. I've got, hang on a minute, because my friend, um, I'd seen it before, but someone, um, here we go. Um, I'll load up picture. Oh, picture. 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 No, it won't. Uh, uh, OAP sells scrumpy cider to passers-by. It's really his pee, his, his pee, we'll say. Okay. Um, can I make that picture go bigger and I'll read you the story? Picture! So, I mean, it, it was... Um, it, here we go. A man has been exposed... They use the P word, but I'm going to say P. A man <laughs> has been exposed as passing off gallons of his own pee as homemade scrumpy cider to unsuspecting tourists... Disgusting Gordon Nugent, 69, has been selling his special recipe home brew at West, his West Country home for six months. But he's now facing prosecution as the drink was sent to home office labs for analysis after customers fell ill. Nugent, who sold the half-gallon jars from his front garden at £10 each, described his cider as having an unusual... Almost unique taste. Following complaints, uh, local health and safety officers raided his bungalow in Biddeford and tested the dodgy brew and found it was 60% Nugent's piss mixed with Strongbow cider from his local supermarket. Uh-huh. Yeah, but don't, I thought supermodels drank their own way. Is that, is that not a thing? <laughs> Nugent insists he'd done nothing wrong, saying the drink was clearly advertised as unusual and that no one had asked how it was made. He told the Sunday Sport, there's nothing wrong with my scrumpy. I never said it didn't have my piss in it. 
<laughs> I never said it didn't. I decided to make my own cider using my urine after drinking some supermarket scrumpy, which tasted like pee anyway. Nugent has been in trouble with the authorities before, having seven previous convictions for drunken disorderly after drinking bouts of extra strong cider. At, in 2013... Okay. Okay, I'm going to say this. In 20... Here we go. We're just going to say it. We're just going to do it, Carl. Okay. In 2013, he walked naked through the centre of Biddeford with his penis erect, claiming he was celebrating Cornish Independence Hard-On Day. Um... There we go. There we go. That's uh, so. You're so. You're. It, here's the thing, right? Is mm. do we trust the Sunday sport now? Well, I, do you know what? I I think it's uh, a reliable organ. Uh, the, the bit that I was going to mention to you specifically, <laughs> yeah. that was all right. Yeah, go on, go on. Someone tweet me. me. Someone tweet me a picture of the bloke uh, that, from the, <laughs> the DIY sex robot crash my courser. Yeah, go on, go on. It? <laughs> so it says. It, it says. Um, Adrian said, I presume he's the inventor, I don't know if it was a software glitch or a hardware failure, but suddenly Harriet, that's the sat now, went berserk, yanking away at my old chap. I yelled, stop Harriet, and even shouted, Emmerdale, which is the code word for a full system shutdown. Wowzers. she kept tugging. Flipping heck, man. This is... This is the beginning, Kyle, and we're laughing about it, and that's what the robots want. They want us to laugh at it, so that when they come in and um, kill, kill, literally kill us, we're too busy laughing to know. Right, but why? Why would you? Right, I'm not. I'm not suggesting for legal reasons on your part. I'm not suggesting you've ever engaged in such activity. But as a safe word, which some couples have, why would you pick Emmerdale? No. Nope. Well. Because, um, because as, as we know, Kyle, um, Emmerdale is a very, very erotic program, and that just would make us even fruitier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I've got. Kyle, for you, thanks but. for bringing all the heart-hitting stories uh, to the show. It's appreciated. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Jerry, stay there. Come to you after this. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello, yeah. Hello, Jerry. Yeah. We've got. I found a, I think we found a, the future funding for care rooms. Yes. How people squeeze production line of it. You, what the care home business is going to be taken over by robots? No, production line. Pee, pee in the bottle, Jumbo. I'll pee in the bottle. Yeah, pee in the bottle. Well, uh, it, I suspect I suspect it's illegal, but hey, I you know do these things until you get busted. That's what I say. And real, basically you into the pleasure beach, don't they? Robot, robot, you mean Hang on, I'm, there are robots on Reels Pleasure Beach. Is that yeah. what, where? I don't know. What it's robots? Welcome from Real. Real. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, there's not much pleasure to be had on a pleasure beach, is there? No. Yeah. Just think of you. 
I, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever been to Rill. I've seen Chris Moyles at Rill. You've seen Chris Moyles in Rill? Yeah, on the radio on new two years ago. <laughs> Was Smiley Miley there? <laughs> you? OK, no. I would like to go to some of Britain's c- c- coastal towns. Because oh. I, I like Bournemouth, I like oh. Brighton. Um, who's there? Is there someone there with you? Huh. I've, got, I've got him in the, in the lounge, chilling in the lounge. You're chilling in the lounge? Yeah, there's gambling on TV. Get him to, um, get him to bring you a milkshake. No, I'll get milkshakes when you come. Yeah. I'm, um, I, I, I would kill for a milkshake right now, but I have forsaken food in an attempt to try and lose some weight. Yeah, okay. keep busy. This is endorphins. Endorphins also. Well, I'm not going, I've, I, 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 I've not been to the gym for a while, because I don't really feel up to it. But, 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 this week, while the family are away, and I'm in the house, I've, um, I've taken to taking the dog... For, um, generally it's been two long, fast walks a day. And it's, and I'm going fast. I'm, I'm pacing. What breed the dog is it? It's a Westie and I hate her. Westie, nice. No, she's not. She's a pain and she stinks. No, you're I don't really like, um, I don't really like dogs. Getting that dog was the worst thing I ever did. Well, it's like, um, it's like having a five-year-old child for 15 years. I don't want that. Hello. 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 Yes. What the bloody hell are you doing, man? I'm off the chair earlier. Oh, good for you. Did that, how, how long did it take for them to come and pick you up off the chair this time? How long did it take for them to pick you up off the chair this time? Two minutes you were in the room with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think not go there. So point at the moment. No. Oh. So point. All right, man. Well, listen, I'm going to crack on with this rubbish. Okay, don't care. Don't care. Okay. Just, just in case. Okay, just in case. Just in the passenger seat. Blues up. One for the ladies. All right. See you later, bye. See you later, mate. Take care. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. That's Jerry, who's, who's, I'm going to be honest, he's nuts. Uh, he's got Parkinson's as well, um, which is why um, he struggled uh, to, uh, struggles to speak. He's younger than me. Imagine that, he's younger than me. Flipping it. I went to see my mum today in the care home, and I've not been for a few weeks, just because, um, yeah, busy, man. Busy. And so I went and saw her, uh, I was only there for about 45 minutes, I took the dog to see her, and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just those, oh, man, yeah, those places make me sad, you know, those places make me sad, um, and my, my poor mum. Anyway, 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 last 30 minutes of the show, dear listener, do you want to come and play? 0344 499 1000 is the, uh, telephone number, if you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Can I please? I started this over two hours ago, two and a half hours ago. Can I please finish this story about bloody killer robots? For goodness sakes. Killer robots 
We'll hunt. I don't want to scare you, but we're all doomed. And if the killer robot isn't um, 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 uh, pleasuring you to death, then it's going to kill you. Killer robots will hunt man... I'll tell you what, while um, that interview was on earlier on, an hour ago, uh, I can't, I cannot bear to listen to me. So editing that was just torture, just torture. Um, because uh, I had to listen to the whole way thing, uh, whole way through and bleep it. But so I went out and I was reading a magazine about the Kinks, where it was critiquing every Kinks album. I like those because I'm quite geeky like that. And I watched a bit of, and I'd not seen it before, the Mash Report. Wowzers! I, I mean, uh, uh uh, you know, um, and I don't want to knock, I'm not going to knock people earning a living. And, and I'm not certainly not saying this because, oh, it's like the 11 o'clock show. You might, I mean, it, 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 it's similar to the 11 o'clock show in that there are people in suits sat behind desks doing jokes about the news. But we, we didn't, the 11 o'clock show didn't invent that, for goodness sake. You know, it's not, uh, we, I think we nicked it off John Stewart, didn't we, I think, for that. But there was a bloke on there who did not remind me of my mate Paul Garner in, the, in his look. He was a bald man, Paul, and um, and the way he was delivering his lines and um, felt felt very it felt very tame, felt very tame. Um, no, and again, I'm not saying you know the Lemon Clock Show was we did some horrendous stuff on it, absolutely horrendous. But it just felt. Um, do you know what I mean? Have you seen it? It just felt very um, felt very clean. And, uh, and, and safe. And it's, it's a show, you know, I watched 10 minutes of it. Maybe I picked a bad 10 minutes. And there's some really, really talented people on there. Um, the, the guy that hosts it, I think, is, is great. I can't remember any of the names. Um, uh, Ellie was on there, who I sort of know to say hello to. I think she's really funny. Some really funny people on there. I'm not going to knock people for, uh, for earning a living, but, um, We'll do the robot story after this break. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Goodbye, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Unusually for us, for the last... Uh, this, this is... The, 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 well, no, hang on. Not unusually for us. Let me start again. We haven't got any phone calls for the first time this evening. So if you want to call up, now now would be a great time. Killer, I'm going to finish this flipping story. Um, killer robots will hunt mankind to extinction in the future unless their development is halted right now, the world's leading experts have warned. Ah, but the world's leading experts on what? They have called on the United Nations to stop this new arms race, insisting we do not have long to act. Turn to page eight. Turn to page eight. Um, terrifying, uh, deadly warbots. They're warbots. They're calling them warbots now already. It's been reduced to warbots. Will wipe us all out. Terrifying killer robots will hunt mankind to extinction in future experts warm. Top scientists want world leaders to ban them. The UN recently voted to act on plans to develop drones and tanks which can be can think for themselves in battle. However, the advances in technology could spark a Terminator-style future 
where mankind is forced to go underground to avoid annihilation by killer cyborgs. And this is in a newspaper, the star. So it must be true! In the film series, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, robots rule the Earth after Judgment Day when nukes are fired and billions of people killed before mankind can respond. Car firm Tesla's car firm Tesla's boss Elon Musk and Google artificial intelligence specialist Mustafa Suleiman are among 116 specialists who have raised fear over warbots. Cowards. Last night they sent an open letter calling for the UN to stop the arms race, writing, Once developed, lethal autonomous weapons will permit armed conflict to be fought at a scale at greater than ever and at time scales faster than humans can comprehend these can be weapons of terror weapons that despots and terrorists use against innocent populations we do not have long once we've opened pandora's box it will be hard to close we're doomed guys we are doomed damien well hello ian how are you this evening i'm okay damien how are you Good, good. Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. I'm really glad I caught you this evening with such an interesting story about the killer robots. Uh, they are because warbots. Warbots. Warbots, indeed, indeed. Now, listen, you've seen Terminator 2, correct? Um, now, is that the one where, where Arnie is the good guy in it? He is indeed the good yep. guy in the second one, of course. He comes back and he is the saviour. Yep. They did ruin it in the advertising. Don't forget that, because they did say he's back, but he's a good guy, which was a bit of a shame. Oh. However, yes. my point I was going to come to is that in Terminator 2, there's a slightly longer cut that was released, I think, on a special edition in the Ooh. tin box set. I like the special the Terminator, editions. I, don't you just love the box set? Yeah, I and do. This was a v- I seem to remember having this, uh, my friend had this a big VHS Ooh. special edition box set beautiful. in a tin box. Do you yeah, ever watch really the director's beautiful. commentary in the, bu- the second bonus, uh, with its DVDs, the second um, the, the, the DVD full of extras? Because I very rarely get round to what I buy them with the intention of watching them, but then I very rarely get round to watching the bonus disc. I do. You know, sometimes I, do, like, I like, really like the art product, you know? Yeah. They show all the artwork, and some of that is just really good. And you oh, good for you. All right, as long as someone's things. watching it. Like, that's gone out of fashion now, what with Netflix, though, hasn't it? Yeah, this, this is... is that, well, that we, hang on, we will get to the point. We will get to the point, but you've raised a really good thing, right? It has gone out of fashion. When are Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and iPlayer going to put mm. director's commentary and bonus features on the end of their movies? I don't understand why that isn't a thing. I wish they would. I really wish they would, because I'm really into, like I said, yeah. I'm really into the artwork, and I love hearing about how they compose the music, and yeah. a good film for that that's on the same subject is, um, oh, what's the one about the girl robot, where the man goes and spends the weekend? Um, oh, that's a great film! Don't you just love hearing more about that? Though They've got, like, a little documentary on YouTube about that, where they talk about the choices of music and lighting and focus. Yep. And things. that and is a really, fantastic. I enjoyed that film. I watched that film expecting nothing, and I loved it. Yeah, it was beautiful, wasn't it? I thought everything about it was just beautiful. Including the piece of music they use on there is fantastic. Yep. In the trailers and things like that, it's just fantastic. But the other thing I was going to say yes. about Terminator 2. Yes. Something that always bugs me about the extended cut, right? You know the scene at the end where he's melting and he's, he's got his thumb up and he's like, ah, melting, you know, he's like, I, you know, you know that bit, right? Hand shoots first. Hand shoots first. That's the, is that the, that's the wrong film, isn't it? Sorry. Getting too, am I getting too geeky for you? No, I, I was getting too, too geeky for the, the, the other listeners, but hand shoots first. Anyway, yeah, so at yeah, the end of the film, yeah. yes, I vaguely remember. I've not and seen it for a long time. Okay, in the uncut version, there's an... Ex- the, oh, Damien, say that again, so you, you just cut out for a second. 
forgive me. I was just going to say that in, as an... As You're very as polite. Can you, I don't know if your mother is still with us, but can you thank her tomorrow if she is um, <coughs> for, for bringing, you up, bringing you up properly? You've got very good manners. Well, well thank you very much. I'll do my best. Um, yes, there's a cutscene that makes this film really fantastic where they open up the Terminator skull and they let the Terminator become a learning... like, proper learning computer and so it can learn empathy. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the film, and he says, you can cry. It's something I cannot do. He doesn't have enough time to learn. Damien, you're breaking up just as we're getting to the cut and thrust of this. Go oh and stand God. near a window. You, you, I, I'm trying. I really am there. trying. <laughs> we got a signal now. There, don't move. Okay, I'm not moving. That's perfect. Go. What was I saying? They open it up and he hasn't got time to learn to cry. Damien? Oh, man! Sorry, Damien. Evening, Danny. Hello. Hello, Danny. I'm watching you on Periscope. I've been talking to you all night, and don't, don't, don't cut it off. For, for Lord's all right, sake, all well, we'll keep no. it on to the end now. I can see that... Here's the thing. If I'm looking at Periscope, yes. I can see the messages from people, but I can't see who they're from, because I can't read the name, because it's on my phone. But hello, Periscopers. Uh, yes, I'm talking to quite a few of them on there. William Shatner, do you know he did a series... Oh, you're waving. Hello, I'm waving back. Yes. you know he did a series of books based on robots in the future? Uh, the Tech Wars or something they're called, aren't they? That's it. Yeah. That's it. I got the first one. I thought he did a couple of them. Apparently there's nine of them, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, he did a big, a big series. But are they any good? No, they're rubbish. The- it's all set in um, like, um, um, Mexico, New Mexico, that kind of area. Right. And it's, uh, yeah, they made the first one into a film. Oh, well, I lost the wheel to live with that one. Then after that, I gave up. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't surprise me that grumpy old Shatner, um, you know, I I like reading his, his, he's written several autobiographies and books about Star Trekkers. I like reading those, but um, it doesn't surprise me that his, um, his fiction is a bit pony. No, it's not very good. Mm. You know, the, um, I take it you've seen Blade Runner. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, 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 I didn't really buy into Blade Runner. I was a little bit disappointed with it. I've not seen it yet. I bought the six-disc Blu-ray box set <laughs> in Japan about eight years ago. <laughs> I've still not seen it. Well, there are six discs? Now, is that because oh, there's, there's all those different versions of it? Of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I've not seen any of them. Which is, well, which is the definitive it. one? Is it the, the director's cut is the definitive, isn't it? Yeah, I think because the director wasn't allowed to do it the way he wanted to, so many years later he did his own version again and just added loads of bits in. Apparently that's what someone wants to do with the um, the, the sequel to Prometheus, because I watched that the other night and that was awful. What is Prometheus? The Alien. The oh, Alien, oh, Alien, 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 Alien. If it's not uh, got Sigourney Weaver in, it's not an Alien film. Right, but hang on. So, so right, so there's, there's, there's Blade Runner that came out in the cinema, there's the yep. director's cut, that's two discs. What are the other four discs? I think one of them might be one of like the commentary discs, the commentary discs that you were talking about earlier. No, the That'd commentary is one. on the is on the movie. No, they might have just tried to milk it and put it on a separate no, deep, on a separate Blu-ray. Flipping heck! You know, I've you know I've been tweeting you. You were the second person I ever tweeted eight and a half years ago. Um, did I reply? Yes. Well, and that's, that's the first and only time. <laughs> Everybody, well, what? Uh, well, who are you on Twitter? Let me see you. At the underscore GFP. What if, if I've blocked you? If I've muted you? You know you won't have. You know I asked Oh, you no, I, 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 I tweet. I reply to you. I retweet you sometimes, don't I? Yeah, I think you have. I, I asked you a couple of weeks ago how you got rid of all your tweets, because I've got 87,000 tweets. I, I replied to, to that. 
You did, yeah. Yeah, do it. It didn't work. It only got rid of a couple of thousand. No, 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 no. It takes no ages, right? But you can hang on, delete your tweets because I deleted all of my. I had like thousand tweets. They've all gone. I'm gonna. And someone said, "Oh, it doesn't delete them. It just hides them." Shut up. Where, 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 where are they hidden? Where are they hidden? Hang on, let me find the one I use. Here we go. Tweet delete. No, I got one use, but only got rid of about six thousand. I think. Utter balls. A balls. No. no. Go in there, use it, and just you've got to wait because you've got so many. It'll take ages, mm. but it will I do know. it, man. But I did it on Firefox, and Firefox is rubbish. I should have done it with Google Chrome. Thank you very much indeed. This is the geekiest show we've ever done. Um, uh, Damien's back. Oh Jesus, Damien. <laughs> yes, it's me. I heard you say, oh, Jesus. Yeah, because there was silence that. there, because I thought your phone had gone again, you muppet. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Fair enough. So I'm not too geeky for you, then? Well, I, it's, it's a, I, no, not too geeky at all. No, ca- carry on, go on. <laughs> well, really, it just kind of makes me laugh. And, and like, I've said it to my girlfriend a couple of times, the story of how this Terminator, yeah. this cut scene, just makes it... It means more. You know, it means more. So he has this... They, they open up his skull in this extra scene, and they switch him from, like, a computer that just has to follow instructions to be able to learn, which means when he's going down and he's melting at the end, it's yes. really sad because he's actually got the capability to become human because he's got that learning capability now, thanks to them, like, hardwiring this, uh, you know, rewiring this chip. Yes. And that's why that line where he says, I know now why you cry, because he's just got to that point of actually feeling the emotion of crying, you know? And I think that's really important. That cut scene was, like, changed the film to me. But I didn't like the Avatar film. I didn't like that at all. Damien, I'm glad we got you back. It was almost worth it. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like those trails. I must, um, I must tell um, the people that made them th- uh, thank you, because, uh, yeah, they're good, they are. Um, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Evening, Graham. Hello again. Hello again. Um, it's Baby Hitler guy from earlier. Oh yeah, you won the poll. You get to live. It was quite close though, wasn't it? It was. It, it went a bit Brexit at one point, but yeah, I, I pipped it. It was all right. <laughs> well done. Well done. Good for you. Well, um, baby yeah, I know. Killed. I know double bubbles sometimes frowned upon, but you know when you're sleepy and you get one of those thoughts that wakes you up and you're like, oh Christ, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happened? I just had one of those. Well, you know, the whole tribalist car thing. Yeah. The problem isn't... Hang on a minute. Have you been worrying about the driverless cars for two and a half yeah, hours? I... Seriously? Oh. <laughs> I'm in a nice hotel as well, and I was like, I'm <laughs> in a bed, I'm ready to go to sleep. It's like, yeah. Okay. Something occurred to me. Yeah. It's, it's not who the car's going to choose to kill, but it's going to be the big problem when we have driverless cars. Right. It's thousands of unemployed driving instructors. Um, that's, well, it's going to put a lot of people out of work. Thousands of people. Um, driving instructors, um, taxi taxi drivers. drivers. Mechanics? No. Well, no, they don't have to adapt, I suppose. Yeah, well, mechanics, the cars will still have to be fixed. Yeah, true. But bus drivers, taxi drivers, well, driving instructors. Hang on, there's no. Hang on a minute. There's no. They're not talking about getting rid of the drivers of buses, are they? Are they? 
Well, if you can have driverless cars, you can have driverless buses, surely. Oh, flip. But who's going to take the fare? Well, it's all oysters. You don't need a person. You who who, who is going to argue with me for what I feel is no warranted reason, but actually turn into a vendetta to the point where um, the, the person actually refused to stop at a bus stop that I was standing at? Mm. I don't know. Well, you'll have, to, you'll have to just rely on your traditional bus nutters, I suppose. <laughs> I um, took great pleasure the other day. I, I, if I'm in London and I've got a bit of time, I, my preferred mode of transport is the bus. And um, mm-hmm. I, I got to sit at the front of the top of a double-decker bus the other day. And I waited. You, my... you were driving it? Yeah, of course I did. And I waited yeah. my turn. I was in this. I, I had to sit next to a smelly man in the second row because mm-hmm. I could have gone back to a seat on my own. I thought, no, 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 because this, this girl, she might not stay. She And I was right. Within 15 minutes, she got up and went. And mm-hmm. um, I went and sat in the front and pretended I was the driver. Of course I did. Love it. I love it when you're in the front and the top of a double-decker bus and it hits a tree. Oh, you duck. I know. It's scary, oh, isn't it great? It's wonderful. <laughs> robots Robots will probably swerve the tree. Yeah. See, they're going to spoil all the fun, man. They are. <sighs> Danny anyway, is... Um, I'm sure go to bed now. All right. No, no. Thanks for, thanks for that. Danny has um, told me it's, it's five discs, not six, of Blade Runner. It includes the final cut, the 1992 director's cut, the domestic theatrical versions, the international theatrical version, and a rare work print. Flipping it. I I found that film so boring. Really boring. It's a really dull movie. Oh, dear. Let's have a look, see what else we can find in the papers. That's a boring story. Oh, 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 see, here we go. Can you tell who he is yet? That's the headline. A prankster won a prize after entering a fancy dress contest as Rolf Harris while holding a poster that reads, I touch kids. That's a, that, that, that bit, that's a bit harsh. The, the dressing up. I, let, let's, let's, let's read more, shall we? And find, let's get a bit more of the story and find out a bit more. Organisers uh, were blasted by furious parents yesterday after posting a Facebook picture of Oliver Denton, 29, wearing the paedophile's trademark specs and beard. It shows him getting a certificate from a carnival coach, carnival official, as he holds an explicit sketch that is signed R. Harris. Includes the words, I love Jimmy Savile, I touch kids. The picture, which was with others of children enjoying Norfolk's traditional Chroma Carnival. Okay, that's that's a that's a bit that's that's probably a bit uh, a bit ripe, isn't it? I would I would imagine. Um, provoked a furious response from locals. Lauren Ball wrote, "This is absolutely disgusting and sick." celebrating someone making a joke out of something so serious, genuinely shocked. Um, Martin Hipkin added, not really appropriate. Seriously, Chroma Carnival, you should be ashamed. Carnival chairman Tony Ship said judges did not realise Oliver was supposed to be pervert Harris. Tony added, he entered as an artist... We are sorry if any offence has been caused. He won one of the top three prizes, not the top one. Oh, that's okay. 
Um, Oliver refused to comment. The fancy, uh, um, the fancy dress dance is the last of a week-long series of events. Uh, there it goes on to. Um, then it goes on to talk about Ralph Ralph Harris. Um, I don't. I, I, here's the thing. I don't really have a problem if people want to go to a fancy dress dressed up as Ralph Harris or Jimmy Savile. I don't really see the problem as long as the audience at that. Um, event are uh, it, it, it's appropriate. It, it, I, I would imagine it's like it's inappropriate to dress up as a, as, a, as one of those you know child rapists. That's what they are. Um, you know, an event attended by kids. I kind of get that, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't see a massive problem with it. Uh, 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 you remember, there was a big fallowy. When um, it was discovered that Amazon were selling Jimmy Savile outfits, um, and I, I, I mean, it, I, I get the joke, and I'm, I'm putting joke in inverted commas and in italics. I get it, and it, you know, in the, it's shocking, and it's you know, it can be controversial, and I, I kind of get that. It's not necessarily, um, you know, making a joke about. Oh, I don't know. Shut up, Lee, before you say something that um, is well intentioned and gets you in trouble. There we go. Someone's growing up, aren't they? Someone's uh, maturing. Um, um, I think, again, most of the stories I've written down are uh, all filler. Oh, oh, this is... Here we go. We'll end on this one. This is a nice one. Scrum... It's a sports story. Scrum half Tom Holmes posed in the dressing room with a trophy and a Sparks riddle. Uh, 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 Sparks a drugs riddle. It's brilliant. He's holding the trophy and on the table is a bottle of beer and there's what looks like two lines, uh, two freshly cut lines of um, cocaine. Um, as Tom21 posted this picture on Twitter, fans pointed out uh, what looked like two white lines on a table next to him. With someone joking, congrats, congrats, enjoy your coke. Someone else, uh, imagine not noticing that beak on your picture. Um, it, it looks, it does look like two freshly cut lines of cocaine. It's not, it's two scratches in the wood. It's brilliant. It's such a good picture. They've got another picture to prove it. It's two scratches in the wood that just, it's, it's brown wood and it's, it's scratched and it's white underneath and it looks like some Charlie. Um, and, um, oh, it, there we go. Dear listener, that is it. That is your lot. We are done for another night. Tomorrow night is Wednesday. What have we got on the show? I don't think we've got anything planned for the show, so we shall just uh, chunter along as we do, as per you. Um, you can, of course, uh, download the podcasts to keep you occupied, whether it's the talk radio podcasts or it's the rabbit hole podcast, which we do. Um, you can listen to my voice and Catherine's voice wittering away in your ears. Uh, throughout the night uh thank you sam thank you Cass. thank you to everybody who's called in almost everybody that's called in back tonight at 10 until then ta-ta